Make them laugh, make them laugh. Don't you know everyone wants to laugh? <laughs> my dad said, be an actor, my son. But be a comical one. That it's true, ladies and gentlemen. Everybody wants to laugh. It doesn't matter what's going on in the world. It always feels good to have a nice belly chuckle. And that's why Fly Casual shows up to be as lame as we can possibly be. Maybe we can elicit one from you. So tonight, we are continuing the saga of Is It Better Than Star Wars? That's right. We're looking at the next movie on the AFI Top 100, the original. And you're going to stick around because tonight we're talking about singing in the rain. It's time for another Fly Casual. Let's get ready to wrinkle! I would like to legitimately offer props to Howie. You're welcome. Whoa. Oh, props. Finally. Yeah, no, I know. You guys all suck so much ass. (laughs) I want props. But every now and then, even the most tyrant of managers must offer props to the gentleman who allows the... Uh, the the basement proprietor to be seventy nine percent to ninety nine percent inebriated. Oh, but still <laughs> hits hits the buttons when they need to be hit. Wow, <laughs> that's a pretty oh. big range. I know that we're gonna, is. It we're is be in for a long I, episode. I could calculate that tighter, but you know the issue. So <laughs> that's what's happening right now. Drink. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome Yo, back bleep, to bleep, 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 Fly Goram Casual. Hello. That's right. Hey. And tonight we are, like said in the intro, approaching our... I, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I I don't like to give Garrick too much pl- aplomb. You can't. Because... What? I'm getting aplomb? I feel like <laughs> Garrick's head... That's way better than props. No, has, you're just getting prunes. It has... <laughs> Garrick's head has the potential to grow so much. <laughs> but honest to God, I feel like, and maybe it's just me, I don't know. I, I, I don't know how the listeners feel, but to me, the is it better than Star Wars AFI uh, top 100 examinations are some of my absolute favorite episodes. Agreed. It's a challenge. Like, I've never seen half of these movies. Yeah, I mean, me, me too. And I, I love the fact that we're watching. Shit we wouldn't normally watch. Uh, Last week, you know, we all sat there and just beat off to Mandalorian (laughs) final episode as hard as possible. I'm still a little sticky. Like, seriously, no, no, uh, no lotion whatsoever. Completely raw and red. Dry. Totally dry and and raw. (laughs) And the fact that we can come together and talk about a film that we would under... Under any other uh, circumstances, we would never talk about this film. No, never would have. And the fact that, you know, especially in terms of films like uh, what was the Jack Lemmon one uh, and and, and Tony Curtis. Grumpy Old Men. Oh, no. (laughs) Got him. (laughs) Damn it. Yeah. Um, where they dress up as girls. Yes, God, I'm I'm too oh, Some like it hot. Some, some like, like it hot. hot. Like in the example of sun like it hop hot <laughs> or uh, bridge over the river Kwai. Yeah, bridge on the river Kwai. Excuse me, bridge o- over and on. Over and over on. Over and uh, on. Yeah, whatever and the under. name of that game was that you reviewed with the wrong title <laughs> in the old podcast. Uh, like in in terms yeah, of those where so. we where we where we like really hot and debated and divided over how we came down on that. I. Love that. So tonight we are going to be analyzing Singing in the Rain, which is number what, Garrick? 
Number 10. Number wow. 10. Star Wars was number 14 on the original AFI Top 100. 15. 15 on the, that's what I said. On the AF, the original AFI Top 100, which has been, has been revised since then, which as we finish off this list, we will be then going into the revised. And Mike did a boo-boo and he looked it up and. No, 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 no. Mike, Mike doesn't know anything. It was a mistake. Mistakes are made. But we will be talking about singing in the rain tonight. And I got to say, as much as being somebody who in in early life was very much into musical theater and very much a part of like appreciators. You've never heard of this movie before at all. Not correct. Actually, I actually remember somebody performing the song "Make It Make Them Laugh" uh, from Singing in the Rain, which I remember at a live uh, competition, which was very awkward. <laughs> I don't know if I'll ca- okay. catch on that later or not. But I am really excited about this episode. We're talking about Singing in the Rain tonight, but before that, mother bitches, we are episode oh. one eighty six, part fourteen. No, no, two hundred ninety eight, son. Two eighty six, part fourteen, fifteen. <laughs> Uh, a fly casual. I'm Corey over there's Mike. Hello. Hi, Mike. God dang, I feel good right now. <laughs> I know. I was just going to comment. Yeah. Um, all right. You are not allowed to take any swigs till halfway through the episode. Halfway? Halfway through. Halfway? I give you yeah. permission to take three swigs. Three swigs. No, no, no. Howie oh. gave me, I'm doing one right now. Oh, my God. Howie gave me permission. <laughs> oh, no. This is going to go. This is going to go now. He's that was like 80 to 99 <laughs> percent. That was two thirds of a whiskey. <laughs> two thirds. Narrowing that up. range. Oh, man. Oh, inebriation. All right. This is what I do. This is going to be a three man podcast. See, really when, Derek, <laughs> when Derek gets drunk, I feed him Taco Bell. That's true. When how, when oh, Corey gets drunk. Oh, Bell. shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, drink more. He's just going to talk. 1.5% or 1.5 times what he normally does. So we're good. Oh, boy. <laughs> yep. All right, here we go. Over there, Master Control, Mr. Stephen J. Howie. And I'm throwing it back to Mike. Okay. Well, we I did it again. Did I know? not do Mike? No, he did me. Okay. <laughs> I gave it to Garrick last time. And I'm That's his thing now. That's his thing. All That's right. a season eight All right. thing. All right, Howie. I'm, I'm willing to accept some variation. <laughs> <laughs> but when you're just repeating shit we've already handled, I feel like we need to sit down and have we a We didn't talk. handle this. No raises for you this <laughs> oh, year. No. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Wait, you guys, you guys get paid? Well, uh, it's happening Mike, here. I'm telling you, every year we tell you it's one you know, x one x times zero. <laughs> I, I always thought it was kind of unusual that we're eight years or going on our eighth year, and I've never been paid. Honest, I'm, I'm God, still the intern. All of our expenses go to Sancho at this point. <laughs> <laughs> How we going on matter control over there? Well, we're, we're recording some stuff, <laughs> stuff and things, some peanuts and, and potato chips. I'm I'm uh trying to satiate myself so I can make it through. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I feel, feel that. Yeah. Speaking of satiating themselves over there across pond and not, I'm down <laughs> for you, Mr. Garrick, not Jay Hardy. Oh, I'm so satiated. Right? <laughs> yep. I feel that. After last episode, I bet. Oh, oh man. It satiated the hell out of me. Yeah, the, this whole week has been Inebri- amazing. <laughs> inebriated though I may be, I'm still riding the high of last week's episode. Yeah. Woo. So with that, without further ado, Ow. it's time to get into some docket bizarization. I don't even know what bizarch means, but I'm sticking with it. I think you do. Bizarch. It's a bees hat. 
All right. I have, a, I have a feeling we might be doubling up on some dockerizing. It's entirely Uh-oh. possible. So I might go first. Uh-oh. You know what? To no, get mine no, out. No, you went second last time. You don't get to go first this time. What? What? Double docking. All right. Wait, 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 wait. We have a docket dispute. <laughs> As always. How do we, we handle will, this? We will resolve this by oh, me saying, how many say. fingers am I holding up? <laughs> Three. Mike. One. God damn it, you're both the same distance away. I'm holding up two. Okay, oh. do it again. <laughs> Four. Three. Mike got it. Yeah. Four. Woo! So okay. I only had he doesn't one, get the first. I've only had one hand below the table. I feel like it wasn't that challenging. <laughs> okay. How I drunk were we when we wrote these rules? I, uh, exactly <laughs> now drunk. <laughs> yeah. I was right today years now. old when we wrote this. <laughs> okay, I did not bring this up last, last week because I wanted to have a little distance here. But oh, uh, distance. one of the uh, things that I got to partake over our little... Uh, vacation right. with some Cobra Cat. Oh! Cobra Cat! I told you you should not have let him go first. I know, I know, I know. He brought up Wonder Woman last week, which I'm glad, because I did. Somebody had to do it. He did it, and now he's doing it again. (laughs) (laughs) You did that to yourself. All right. That's fair. All right. I have no defense. So, Mike, I know that me and Corey watched that. I don't know. Cobra Kai. Oh, no. Garrick was on it way before I okay. was. All right. Good. Garrick I goes the hell out of that. Garrick goes, yeah. Garrick goes, have you finished Cobra Kai season three yet? <laughs> yeah. While we were playing Fortnite. And I was like, I'm usually the guy, but I'm not the guy. <laughs> I am now. But Garrick deserves a credit for going hot and heavy as quick as okay, possible. Okay. So, oh, I, man, I, went, I stuck it uh, all in there. He gets it from his mom. I yeah. must I must admit. Now, how you haven't, right? I haven't finished season one yet. <laughs> okay. Well, then you know what? I'm not going to feel too no, bad. No, don't feel bad. All right. That's some lame ass shit. No. <laughs> first off, first off, uh, 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 damn you to hell. <laughs> and secondly, good. <laughs> no, no, I actually do like it. I just never got around to it. I don't like it as much as you guys do, but I do like it. Yeah, Mike. Okay. Like it Mike. more, Howie. Yeah. So, okay. So the Cobra Kai. Be now, better. <laughs> I have to. I have to back up a little bit. I actually never watched season two. So <gasps> what I've... the shit, Mike? <laughs> Wait, no. What? I am. This doesn't happen often. <laughs> I am standing stand the hell up, up which he for did. a fat man is saying something. <laughs> I am standing up and pointing, pointing my greasy potato chip <laughs> grease covered finger at Mike, going, "How dare you, sir?" <laughs> Watch season three without earning it through season no. two. I'm about to Ray, come you around know, here and skit your do you, ass. Do you Listen not even me, remember bro. the conversation we had over at while we we're playing Fortnite? If he, I'm sober, yeah, this. but no. He explained what he did. I binge watched both season and two and three together. See, see and it see. was, and I'm glad. Okay. And okay. you know what? Okay, my I'm wife. Gonna, I'm going to. I'm going to seat myself again. <laughs> my <laughs> wife even admitted, "Oh, I'm kind of jealous of you that you did that." You got Guess to what? Both. I get to see the end of season one, <laughs> going to season two and three. Mm-hmm. So yes, I've I've I binge watched season two and three, and nice. uh, that was pretty awesome. Especially yeah. after the, I can't the, even imagine because it's after, been a long time since season two yeah, came out. Yeah, I know. I just I put it off, put it off, put it off, and just didn't. And then my wife, I walked in one day after work, and she was like. Yeah, I've already watched all of season three. I'm like, damn it. Cause see, this is why I haven't seen season two yet. Mike, what's this it? Is, this is a downfall. Mike, of- what's it like to be married to someone who is clearly your friend's soulmate? 
<laughs> also, my wife should probably be asked that question too. <laughs> now, wait a minute. Now, your wife, she should like this. No, no, no. Because I, this can take this takes place on Earth, right? I know, I know, right? <laughs> there's, there's no science fiction. Here's here's the problem. <laughs> karate is not a thing that exists in real life. Aww. In my well, wife's aww. point of view, maybe again, maybe could the karate it, kids karate I skills I are science fiction. But long time <laughs> listeners, long time listeners of the show should should know what my wide description of what my wife can appreciate in movies or tv is could it have uh potentially happened on our front lawn right right and the answer (laughs) is i need to amend that (laughs) which is could it have happened on an episode of er (laughs) okay makes more sense now in which case probably not i mean maybe but probably not just like mandalorian right you said as long as john stamos has a baby and he adopts seriously on a on a friday release of an episode of the mandalorian (laughs) john stamos had a baby yeah he had two of them on full house and she'll watch that crap and they were twins uh but on honest honest to god uh, on a friday release of the episode of mandalorian like we order pizza i'm a big on like when we're not recording the podcast let's order pizza or uh, i'll drive out and get some little caesar's garbage pizza and (laughs) i like it it's good in the fridge the next day. That's my biggest offense. Uh, mm-hmm. And and we'll say we'll <laughs> we'll say all right tonight we're gonna watch it and we'll sit down we'll have our pizza we'll turn on the Mandalorian and my wife will be like <sighs> and pull out her phone <laughs> oh. and my kid Wait. and I will be like yeah all right let's party you know, my wife you just don't wake up at five us. in the morning to watch it by yourself uh, honestly you on your iPad at the breakfast table you do. all right I feel really I feel really seen right now <laughs> episode one was what. I described, or I'm sorry, season one was what I described. Season two is more me going, all right, it's about lunchtime. <laughs> I can take 30 minutes, 40 minutes off of work to go. watch Mandalorian. There you go. Yeah, yep, 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 yep. <laughs> All right. So season three came out. Uh, I binge watched two and three. Okay. So before I get into spoilers, because we'll, we'll give what is a Cobra spoiler Kai? warning. Uh, Cobra Kai, for those uninitiated. Okay. You so simps. it would be uh, the. Related to the Karate Kid of the 80s, right? Hell yeah. The and, movies. Uh, the movies. movies. So we have Karate Kid, Karate Kid Part 2, Karate Kid Part and, 3. Uh, right? Yeah. And then the next, the next Karate, Karate Kid. The next Karate Kid. Then we have whatever Will Smith did. By the way, do you know that Will Smith is a, an executive producer What's on this show? What's cracking me up is that not <laughs> only really? you, not only you, but Petrie, only. but Petrie, has also pointed out, like, T-I-L, today I learned that <laughs> Will Smith is a producer on the yep. Karate Kid yep. on the Discord channel. And I'm like, or, Cobra Kai. It was either tech or, yeah, sorry, Cobra Kai. Do they Cobra not Kai. read the credits? Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, it's literally been every episode since the first one because Will Smith yeah. owns the rights to Karate, to Karate Kid. Kid. Right, which he, is why his son He it, purchased right? them in order to say, hey, Jaden, how about we make you not just some philosophical screw-up? <laughs> and Will and, and Jaden went, okay, Dad, and then and they did it anyway. <laughs> and it wasn't even karate. It was like kung fu. Or yeah, something. exactly. It's Jackie oh, Chan going, oh, you need to learn kung fu. That's not karate. <laughs> but whatever. Karate kid. Honest kung to God. Fu. No, I'm going to say it. Uh, the Karate Kid, the Jaden Smith. It's karate. That's not canon. That's that, not Karate Kid canon. That movie in a vacuum is not terrible. No. No, it's but not. It's it actually a really good movie. Yeah, it's it's really pretty I mean, good. Especially for the time. I mean, it was it was actually kind of a, a big thing back in, yeah. in its day. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. But it's not 
it's in no way a reboot, a continuation, or a retelling of Karate Kid. They literally went, oh, we need the name so we can do something completely different. And that different was good. It's just not what Cobra Kai is connected to. Wait, wait. Oh, you're talking about the remake. See, I was talking about the original. No, the remake's good. Okay, is it? Okay. It, it I've is. Never, I've, I've not seen that. But you have to completely... Forget that the Karate Kid exists. Gotcha. Because it, it doesn't it doesn't try in any drunk. way to connect it right. at all. At in at literally at all. Sure. It literally is like, what if we did the inverse? Right. Kind of. So it's 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 a fine film. It's enjoyable. Forget it for its own. Thing. Will Smith's right. in the, is an executive producer because he he paid money for a thing. Right. That's it. Right. So okay, so Karate Kid again. It was a phenomenon as time. I, I I was of age. You guys were a little bit younger. No 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 no. I was close enough. You close don't, enough. You okay. Don't, you don't know. I'm not, and I, I, I'm I'm actually I guess soliciting Mike, your feedback. Don't on this assume book. my age to Karate Kid ratio. That's <laughs> okay. Right. All right. I mean, it was a big deal back then. Like when I was a yeah, kid. Was. When I was a kid, it was this is this was the pecking order when everybody was deciding to play like their uh, their their fantasy character while we were like playing around kicking each other in the yard. It was number one. I'm Indiana Jones. <laughs> sure. Okay, you took Indiana Jones, so I'm James Bond. Okay. Yeah, sure. And number three was like, all right, but I'm the Karate Kid, and we're like, <laughs> oh shit. Oh, you can't beat the crane kick. <laughs> you can't Dude. do it. It's unstoppable. It's unstoppable. <laughs> Unblockable. I mean, seriously, I mean, to the point that, I mean, I remember back in the 80s, um, like karate dojos were popping up all over. The place. Oh, seriously. I mean, it was crazy. And uh, honestly, a very, very close friend of the show runs a taekwondo dojo of his own. Nice. <laughs> so like this shit smacks. Wait, right. slaps. Slaps. <laughs> Sorry, Come kids. Come on. Slaps right. hard as fudge with so, us. But it's you're right. The, the original movie, if you've never seen it and... We're gonna try to convince you to watch it. It was a good movie. I mean, it was. Oh, it's, no, it's come not on. just. It's not. Don't just, be conservative with that shit. No, it was more than a good. It, it was because it's not just a fighting movie. I think the average person, like, oh, it's just you know a bunch of guys. That's right. Fight. It's an eighties movie. It, it, it's, a, <laughs> it's an eighties movie, which which is a superior style of movie. Let's, let's, let's just get that out there. Honest right to now. God, there's a lot of people who would say that. But That's... no, I mean, but there's a lot of deep themes in that. I mean, there's uh-huh. you know, I mean, the rich kids and the poor kids, and I mean, these are all rela- very relatable. But not things only that, not, not only that, the poor the kids aren't necessarily one hundred percent the right, and the rich kids aren't yes, necessarily right. The movie seems very black and white, but since it came out, people have tore it apart. Going, maybe the protagonist wasn't always the protagonist in the film, which is what the series seeks the seri- to address. Yes, yes, absolutely. So, anyway, great, great movie. If you've not seen it, at least watch the first Karate. Kid. First two, first two. Yeah, the first two are pretty essential. <laughs> Even though there's reason to watch the third one too. Yes, there is. And I suspect by the end of next season there'll be reason to watch the next Karate Kid as well. I have um, to wonder. I'm holding out for Hillary Swank yeah, to I was show gonna up. Say, I was going to say, when is Hillary <laughs> Swank going to show back. up? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. So anyway, um, do yourself a favor. Watch that movie. I forgot we we're doing a docket. I thought this. Was I know, the episode right? Exactly. Might as well be. I'm trying. I'm trying to get through. Okay, so Cobra Kai, man. So, I mean, fast forward 30 years later, um, Will Smith et al. have decided <laughs> to put together this series I, just out of the blue, man. This came and and actually this was going to yeah. be a tent pole for for the YouTube Premium subscription, right? I mean, this originally, is, yes. originally this is what it was supposed to be. It has since moved to Netflix. Um, but this series is surprisingly good. It's low budget and in the best way. In the best way. 
in the best way. Like it's people going, all right, we only have this much money. Let's do as much as we can. Right. Like George Lucas scrapping to put Star Wars together. Yeah, sure. Right. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, right. I mean, it is. I mean, I, I feel like some of the best content throughout cinematic history. And when I say cinematic, I don't, mean, I don't just mean scrapping to get it done. Yeah, I don't mean cinema. I mean, <laughs> what is now cinema plus streaming. Right. Where people are going, you know what? This is our budget, and we need to do as much with it's, it as we can possibly. It's Kevin Smith racking up his credit cards, right, to make his first <laughs> to make film. Clerks. Right, yeah. to make that's right. fair. That's, that's what this is. Yeah, and uh, but it's 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 kind of been a phenomenon in and of itself. I mean, at first, that first that first season was like, um, you know, it was like, oh, it's going to be a nostalgia thing, and and that's it, and and fine. But then, and then you watched it, and you were like, oh, that's Wow, that's pretty good. Because what they did was they looked at what 0.05% of the cinematic van population had been talking about for the last 35, 40 years, which is Karate Kid's great, but wasn't that an illegal crane, illegal crane kick to the face? <laughs> and, they went, you, and they went, you know what? Defi- by, if you look at the rules we established in the film, which is like no kicks below the belt, you know what I mean? No hits like on the face. Yeah, it is. So let's. What if it was, and the entire ev- aftermath of thirty years beyond that was on a debatable potential fallacy? Mm-hmm. What is the story that unfolds, right. especially pertaining to the character who was in the eighties, so black and white? Johnny was an a hole yes. until the yes. last thirty seconds yep. of the film. Right. Got a problem with that? Yeah. <laughs> no sensei. And 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 we've talked about it before, but my God, every time a season comes out for this film or for this show, I feel like let's reanalyze the reason why they made this because it is the, so the good. brilliance of this show is what you're alluding to is that the original movie had a very black and white. You have a good guy, seemingly, and you have a bad guy, yes. seemingly. But what the series does is is turn all of that on its head. And, and in season in season one, it turns it on the head. In season two, it dumps it it. On its head. In season three, it goes, hey, did you think you were on your head? Hold my beer. Because I'm going to pile drive your head into the mat. So, I I mean, basically what it did is, I mean, you know, you you fast forward 30 years and you've got Daniel LaRusse. Oh, oh, well, the original movie, Johnny Lawrence, who's the the antagonist, is he's the rich kid and he's the the champion and and all that stuff. And uh, against the underdog, Daniel LaRusso. You know who's uh, who's bullied at school and the protagonist, and even know, though, ends up winning even the though tournament. a lot of people have for a long time argued Daniel Russo didn't do himself any favors. No, right? <laughs> He's kind well, of a dick but, yeah. but which made that movie good because exactly. it wasn't. I mean, yes, it was it was more black and white than the series. Daniel wasn't Gandalf. But he wasn't. Yes, he wasn't perfect. Exactly, he was not perfect. He made mistakes. He was not Jesus H. Christ. Yes. Exactly. He egged the bullies on. Which is why whether I feel like, on the beach with the boombox yes. or whether I've got a shower costume for whatever the goddamn right. reason and poor Johnny's trying to smoke himself <laughs> up a spliff <laughs> right. in the bathroom, so I'm gonna dump a hose on his ass. But that season one flips all of that, right? Because you fast forward to season one and Daniel LaRusso's the big business guy in the yep. valley and he owns all the car dealerships and Johnny is just this, you know, this guy who's just kind of just floated through life. You find out his home life was not perfect. You know, he's got the stepdad and who's cut him off. Ed and- Asner. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? Ed Asner, I hope you never die. 
But it was, but it was good stuff. And then you know, and I don't want to get too detailed in this because we could, <laughs> we could <What>? do. Shut <laughs> up, Howie. We could do an entire episode on this, but you know, we most likely this will. is your fault. We've already done an entire episode I know, on. This. I know, it's but true. season three was great. Um, I had a good time watching it, and I mean, you're right. I mean, it's it's taken. You, you see season one, you're like, oh man, that's some interesting questions. Season two, you're like, whoa, yeah. what? And then season three <laughs> is just like this. throws it just crumbles all that up and just throws it out the window. Yeah. So um it's good stuff. But in a good way. In in the best way. And and the highlights, real quick, I mean, there's they basically bring back people from the first two movies. And mm-hmm. um, you know, we get the alley scene with uh, Elizabeth Shue. That's I Spoiler. if if there's anything to say about Spo- season you're right. three. Spoilers. Se- in season two, they uh they tease the alley scene because yep. she accepts the friend request from Johnny on Facebook, right. even though he doesn't understand how the internet works. Right. The the well, the one place where season three could have gone epically wrong yes. was bringing Elizabeth Shue into the series because both Daniel and Johnny still carry a torch mm-hmm. for uh Allie. Yes. Elizabeth because they're both they're she's she's the one that got away for both of them both of them <laughs> even though Johnny was a dick to her guess what Daniel was kind of a dick to her too and honest yeah. to God I don't care how much like me you're a fan of you of of uh, Kumiko yeah see at the beginning of Karate Kid too you're still like wait yeah right yeah yeah a little bit shit broke up with Allie that easily right. Daniel come on yeah maybe you need to have some more spaghetti dumped on your ass <laughs> right so so to to bring her back this season which we more or less knew it was gonna do and they waited till what like the second to last episode yes, to do it right and and to, and they were setting up Johnny Johnny has a romantic interest in this season because right? he's never sorted his shit out Daniel no. moved on he married a beautiful woman yep, who right. loves him and supports him runs his business right you know and everything but Johnny didn't and they really they could have brought Allie in and really messed up that thing that Johnny had going yeah and they totally didn't no I mean they just oh I mean they have there's basically a scene at uh, you know at a at at a country club and they all see each other for the first time in thirty yeah. years. And they just kind of catch up, and it was just it was one executed. of the most one of the most honest to God. I don't have a lot of faith in anybody in Hollywood these days, <laughs> other than Dave Filoni, John Favreau. Which even mm. then, I'm always waiting for a, a, a speed bump. Right. <laughs> um, the fact that they wrote this episode so wonderfully for Allie to show up, and she's there for Johnny. She's mm-hmm. there for Daniel. Right. She embarrasses Johnny in front of Daniel's wife. She embarrasses Daniel in front yeah. of his wife. Right. And she's just and her attitude is, I'm so glad I was here. This really because she's divorced. Yes. This her really helped me kind of right. cope with my past and my present. And Johnny is like, Yeah, me too. Yeah. Right. And she's like, I heard you've got a chick you're seeing because mm-hmm. he's seeing one of the main characters' moms. And he's like, I really do. I hear she's great. She really is. Cool. Don't mess that up. You know what? Now that I've got closure for the first time in right. 50, 45, 50 damn years of my life, yeah. you're right, right. Me too. Right. And and you're right. That it's perfect. It's perfectly written because yes, that Johnny character up to that point has has just been kind of he doesn't Floating, know where he's at in life. Bouncing he's around. Like, even from even though he's opened incident. this dojo that's doing really good yeah. and he's got, you know, customers coming in. He still is just kind of floated and it's kind of being ripped out from under him. Right. You know, but at this moment, you feel like, okay, Johnny's finally, you're right, 50 years old, finally coming to his own. Yeah. Finally. And they did it so well. Yeah. Very Ladies and gentlemen, Cobra Kai season three, is, is it going to turn your world upside down? No. No. But if, you're a fr- if you're a fan of Karate Kid, it is a wonderfully executed thing. If you're not, 
start at Cobra Kai, actually start at Karate Kid and and just enjoy the ride that lasts that spans decades. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. It's on yeah. Netflix now, so everybody yes. can watch it. Yeah, yes. Netflix picked it up from YouTube. YouTube was like, all right, we're trying to do a thing, but we don't know what the hell's going on. And Netflix no went, idea. hold my beer. Yeah, right. And we know how to do this. Give me it. Yeah. And Nef- and and like so few things these days in the, in, in the days of Disney Plus went, here's all the episodes. And I went, all right, here goes sleep for the next two days. <laughs> right, right. Thank you. Yeah. I I loved it. Yeah. And thank you, Mike, for bringing it yeah. up. Yeah. No, it. it's good stuff. And yeah, I don't want, we don't want to give away too much, but it's well worth a watch, especially if you're, if you're an existing fan of the old movies. That's right. Do yourself a favor. It's good. It's good watching. Even if you're new to the, Do to it. it all. It's not perfect. The, no, it's not perfect. The but fight you know what? scenes aren't perfect. It's not like, oh, they clearly brought in the you best Japanese or Chinese guy to do this. No, but it's just they're, good. They're still compelling and they're fun yes. to watch. And I like the new characters too. Absolutely. You know, the kids are phenomenal. Yep, yeah, they are. They're great. They really. I are. love it. They really are. Garrick, you're next. Oh, I'm next. Oh, like shit, you are. <laughs> All right, I'll give you a choice. Oh, no, I, <laughs> I don't know what to do. I give you three categories. So I got uh, horror, Ooh. I got romance, I love, horrors. or I got documentary. Documentary you've done. Horror, horror is kind of Howie's thing, so I feel That's like we my should thing pitch too. horror. But, but, but romance, I'm I'm, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Foreign language horror is Howie's thing. <laughs> I feel like we should throw him into romance. Yep, I I agree. Oh damn! Wait, is is the horror thing the one thing that I watched? Maybe. <laughs> okay, why don't you do tell that one? Well, wait, what do you want that for you or no, for Gary? I've got look, something else. Look, do the romance, but tell us what the horror movie that you watch. All right, fair. Just so well, we know. We'll so let you the, double the dip. The TV show, the horror TV show was Alice in Borderland. Borderland. Okay, right. We heard that last okay. week. All right. Mm-hmm. That's good stuff. I'll, maybe I'll do that a different time. And honestly, just from the title, I'm interested to know more about that. So, yeah. Because that's kind of my so, shit. So the romance TV show I watched was on Netflix. It's called uh, Bridgerton. You may have heard of it. Bridgerton. Okay. Bridgerton. Yeah. It's uh, based <laughs> off a novel, That's I guess. It. What? Huh? Oh, Bridgerton. They're, they're counting my swigs of whiskey. Yeah. We, got, we got to keep an eye <laughs> on yeah, him. I want to watch that with my We got to get him all the way through this. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, so Bridgerton's based on a novel. It's like in uh, England. London. It's all about like high society. London, England. London. Like uh, dukes and duchesses and viscounts and all that. What, what time period are we talking? Uh, it was like uh, Queen Charlotte. So I'm not sure. Queen, oh, geez. Can yeah. I tell you that like my wife's been re-binging Downton Abbey and now there's this new veterinarian English show going on that looks like it's the early 1900s and I'm just like, I don't even know how to tell these apart anymore. So Queen Charlotte, like, give me a century. Yeah, I think it was nineteenth century. Maybe. Okay, I can't. I can't remember if that's her name, uh, but it might have been like early eighteen hundreds, mid eighteen. I don't. I don't know. How he's tapping away. It's we'll not, find out. Soon. It's it's not it's not a real story. So no, that's fine. Really that's fine. But uh, yeah, it's a, basically a a love story Regency. about. Um, <laughs> Thanks. I'm American. <laughs> yeah, that means nothing. To 1795 me. to 1837. Perfect. There you go. So the love story is between whom? Uh, so it's about high society. So there's this Bridgerton family, who's uh, the the husband of which has passed on somehow. Okay. And it's all so because this is London back in the day. 
the eldest no, son London. takes on the role of the father in uh, deciding who their daughters, who the daughters are going to marry. Interesting. So this is all about a. There's a season where I guess they just like kind of prance the ladies out in front of the queen and society. Yeah, this society. is true. This is true. Yeah, to, to <laughs> Howie marry was them there, off. guys. Yeah. <laughs> Howie has lots of daughters. He knows how to do yeah, it. I've, I've had to go to the meetings. Lord knows that's true. <laughs> it's just sad that you lost the one. <laughs> so one? so the, one. the main character is uh, the Bridget, the eldest Bridgerton um, uh, daughter. Okay. Who, uh, is, it's her first season where she becomes eligible to wed or get you know into an engagement of some sort. Right. Yeah, so... <laughs> she uh she's uh kind of goes in front of the queen who's and she kind of announced you know she's the most eligible uh lady to get married <laughs> i'm open <laughs> ready and willing so there's there's this whole uh uh so there's this lady uh I'll whistle down who writes this nobody knows who this person is but that writes this letter about and it's all like this like basically a gossip rag like she seems to know everything about all the happenings going on and the the queen even reads it like every time a, a new issue comes out she'll she'll like uh want to read it immediately but it, it's kind of like a a very uh com comedic romance a little bit uh it's the the costume designs are amazing uh the the acting is incredible um and then halfway through uh i guess the, i don't know how much i want to spoil but the basic plot is that the, her um, the main character's brother, who's in charge of marrying her off, is like extremely, uh, uh, I guess, picky on who she like dances with and who she talks to. Right. So eventually, since she's supposed, since she was announced by the queen to be like the most eligible person, uh, lady to wed, bachelorette. Uh, but her, since her brother is not allowing anyone to get near her, she kind of loses all her opportunities until like there's only one guy that her brother agrees on. And he's like basically kind of like a terrible person. So she strikes a deal with uh, her brother's friend. Who's a Duke to like pretend to uh, court her so that to make everyone else jealous so that she'll get more suitors. And they kind of like don't like each other at first, but of course you know how that goes. Right. Yeah. I mean, we all been there. <laughs> yeah. So the the there's a whole side story with the duke on his motivations and she has opposite motivations and there's all these like machinations that are going on and they're kind of funny and and interesting like I didn't think I would like it at first I just saw it pop up on my Netflix I'm like oh okay this looks like a funny thing <laughs> <laughs> I started watching it and I'm like yeah that was all right it's kind of like uh you know a little girly but maybe I'll watch more and I ended up binging the whole thing wow <laughs> I don't know the last time Netflix recommended me something that I didn't search for. And I went, oh, that sounds like a good idea. Because Netflix is usually like, you like all this garbage. You're a, you're a terrible person. That's yeah. probably true. There's like one episode, and I can't, like, maybe like near the end where it's basically almost a softcore porn. Oh, <laughs> Which is wait, 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 wait. Netflix Hello. is smart now. Hello. <laughs> yeah. So there's a, there's a plot line that. Oh, you read I'm it for the put stories this without spoiling. Oh, there's this plot line that involves showing them doing it. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
you had yeah. me doing it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So there That's... you go. There's there's your enticement <laughs> to watch it. <laughs> All right. Honest to God. Do you recommend it to three dipshits like us? <laughs> I, What's it called again? Bridgerton. I, I don't know if you guys would like it. Um I've already I've already seen the trailer of it through Netflix and uh, I was considering watching it with my wife. Really? So. Okay. Yeah, I would you could watch it with your wife. I would watch it with the kids because you know the porn. The porn. porn. <laughs> it gets you every porn. time. <laughs> uh I don't I don't know if you guys would like it. It's it's very I thought it was unique. Like I'm not into this kind of stuff, but it kept my interest through the whole series. Honestly, I like I don't remember yeah. Garrick, did you like Downton Abbey? No, it was terrible. <laughs> yeah, so I'm at a loss for this. Because <laughs> honest like, to God, yeah. my wife was binging it over Christmas, and every time I walked in the room, I was like the Godfather. I was like, all right, yeah, the hell, this is happening. Yeah, it was basically Downton Abbey, but good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means. He's blowing a vein right now. <laughs> Downton Abbey, only awesome. Yeah, Better. It was. It's cool. It's like, it's very tongue-in-cheek. But There's does a lot it have of, uh, Dame Maggie Smith in it? No. See? See? No McGonagall. But the, but the queen, I don't know who the actress is, but she cracks me up. Just Her look is just so, like, interesting. <laughs> like She's always squinting at people and not looking directly at them, and she's kind of a jerk. It cracks me up. Nice. No. <laughs> All right. Bridgerton. Mm-hmm. Ezra Bridgerton. That's Ezra it. Bridgerton. That's what I heard. That's yep. what I heard. Howie, did you already go? I don't remember shit. No. Howie. We've only had two people go. I know. God damn. Wow. <laughs> What'd you watch, what Howie? All right. So I watched. Cross, fingers crossed. Uh, uh, an English series. Oh, okay, Corey, God. what'd you watch? Thank God. More English Done. series. <laughs> Done. Um, it's called Brave New World. Oh, why did you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've been with Han I've been, Solo. Yeah, I've with been seeing Han some, some uh, headlines about this, Mr. but I don't know. Al- Alden Ehrenreich. Uh, yeah, you have to say it Germanly. Game yes. of Thrones? <laughs> What's that? Viserys from Game of Thrones. I know Ooh, you don't recognize really? who the hell that character is because Garrett's the guy what brother. read that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Garrett's the dude what read that shit. The dude that got the gold, the yeah, gold, gold the, poured over his head. Yeah. <laughs> Who? You have to picture him without a white Who wig and then about? spend 20 minutes going back the through the The actor that you're show. talking about. He's the main the guy. He's Alden? No. no, the other main guy. The other main guy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're talking about Okay, we're talking about the Game tall, of Thrones. The tall skinny dude who's like the white the Oh, the guy with the white hair. Mm-hmm. In Game of Thrones. The, yes. Yeah. He's a tall skinny guy. Harry Lloyd, is that we're talking about? Oh, yes, what hang what hung from the clock face in 1920 whatever. <laughs> is he from Game of Thrones? I don't know. Uh, yeah. Garrick has illustrated for us that he may be. He was. In fact, honestly, honest Game of Thrones, Thrones he, Conquest. Here's what I'm going to say, Howie. He didn't have, I bet he didn't have white hair in this series, so it's okay if you well, didn't no, notice. Well, I know this guy from Counterpart, which I brought up a few weeks ago. He's one of oh. the, the leads in Me that. Too. And uh, so I already knew him, and, and I enjoyed his acting and character in that. So yes, yes, well done. And the third person that I'd like to bring to your attention, yes, Downton Abbey, <gasps> is Sybil. Sybil, actually, Jessica Brown Findlay. I love Sybil, who only got what like a season and a yeah. half out of that show. So those are like yes, the the three, <laughs> like uh, the three main 
you know people in the okay. city. So uh it it's it's an interesting it's interesting futuristic take on on the world. Um I don't particularly care for the name the name, but the I already forgot what the name Brave is. New World. Okay, the Aldous Huxley novel. Got it. Yep. And uh yep. so are you familiar with uh, the novel? Uh had to read it in sophomore English advanced uh, English lit, yes. So yeah, futuristic society right was created, and everyone belongs to everyone. So you could pretty much just take anybody and rape them. Yep. Oh yeah. Um, no, it's not rape. It's an orgy. Yeah, orgy porgy. Seriously? Orgy porgy, dude. Whoa. They don't hold back in the series, really, when it comes to that. So yikes. Uh, it's a lot like uh, like uh, uh, not Game of Thrones. Well, more. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was just say I don't hear any differences. More. <laughs> no, it's more like um, Westworld. Okay, fair enough. Like where it's kind of there's like a deadness to it. Well, well, no, I'm just saying the the amount. Oh, all right, fair enough. Uh, but they, <laughs> they there's this person who basically organizes these parties that they have to, that they go to, and then all end up in massive, you know, mass coitus, hundred people orgies or whatever. Right? It's just kind of insane. But um, it's it's just kind of an interesting take because none of these people have mothers or fathers they're mm-hmm. all just made uh mm-hmm. and so they have these uh like this eye implant thing so it's like a contact lens mm-hmm. but little squiggly guy that goes into your eye <laughs> yep gotta modernize yep. that yep. yep so uh i'm just telling you what it had me hooked like the first episode i was watching i'm like okay this is this is okay yeah uh but alden wasn't in until towards the second half. Oh, really? Of the first episode. Oh, okay. Uh, and, and then once they started exploring the Savage Lands mm-hmm. a He's little a bit, savage. then you, you're like, okay, now I'm getting, because I've never read the book. Right. So I'm, I'm getting kind of where this is starting to go, and and it really just kind of amps up from there. I was just hooked. I like, did you, did I, you less like than a week, savage? and I've watched the whole thing. Did you like the Savage Land was basically America? <laughs> yes and yeah their 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 take on you know they had the the theme park savage lands and so, <laughs> so they you know the people from this new world love to go there and like oh this is this is how they used to they're be they're all british too yeah so they're going everyone exactly. in the savage lands has it's an american, american accent yep <laughs> that's not on the nose at all <laughs> but it's hilarious because that's the that's the i think the beauty of this series is there's you know how han solo was alden alden aaron how he or aaron alden reich as we (laughs) mispronounce him for once in a while Uh, like his his portrayal of of the comedy of han solo and and solo like there's he's hilarious in this really but it's none of it's like on the nose over the top it's all just little little just there just there and it really adds a lot to the the storylines i mean as you're going through it it's i I recommend i think you guys will really enjoy. really because i'm I'm gonna be honest i've been super hesitant to approach the series as much as i've read about it i'm like okay there's people involved that i really like Mm -hmm. and even in high school where you know if i were to really deep dive half my english teachers were assholes and the other half were like wonderfully uh, uh people who would like wanted to help students grow and shit like that right i'm i'm generalizing but for the class that I read this in, I had Mrs. Anderson, who is one of the most 
she was almost like a, a freaking brownie. She was such a sprite. And she would she was literally the kind of person who would dance around in front of the class while she <laughs> described stuff because she loved it so desperately that you were either the type of kid who's gonna be like, This lady's crazy, or the type of kid like, Okay, there's something here that I don't get, and she's making me interested in it. <laughs> and that's what I got out of it. Like she was just such a neat lady that um as much as I you know, I didn't really love reading at that point. I had yet to discover the Zahn trilogy. <laughs> I I was like, all right, I'm gonna pay attention to this. And I read through it and I was like, this was uh this was more interesting than I expected it to be. This was more than I got out of like the great Gatsby or whatever like that. And I enjoyed reading Brave New World. Now, in today's political climate, I'm scared to death to try to escape through anything that goes anywhere near this type of topic. But what you're describing to me sounds like something that is trying to take it kind of objectively. Well, yeah, I guess I I feel like a lot of times I'm a little more sensitive to that on the nose political stuff. Yeah. Uh, and not one time did I feel like I, I when you're bringing this up, I'm like, I never even thought that anything political Marvelous. i just Marvelous. felt like this was a great sci-fi kind yeah, of it's, uh, it's a dystopia what if yeah right and it and the not once that i i mean they <laughs> you don't they, have to it's just an easy yeah. trap to fall into yeah i mean the the funny thing is, is yeah okay over in america they have this they have a bunch land, of dumbass dicks but <laughs> it's it's only because of the science that had happened over where they were that yeah. they became this right and you know it takes what 11 minutes to go from england to i don't know nevada or wherever they're at in the desert just like real life yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they have these they're like taken off in the spaceship they're in right. space and they come back down like gattaca that. right Got yeah it. um mm-hmm. so yeah it's i don't know i loved it because wow that's great it, it, i was i was super excited to talk about it and then uh, i kind of want to get you guys take because i'm really starting to become a alden where's it fan. at i i yes peacock. i've seen him in two things that loved him in both where's yeah. it at peacock yeah, oh it's on peacock so actually yes clearly the service that we're all subscribed <laughs> yeah. to everybody loves peacock yep gotta love the peacock yep. where they where they stole the office back from netflix and went they did. we'll give you the first two episodes the first two seasons for free until you pay us money yeah, I watched most of it, and I watched it with my wife, and she's a huge fan of the novel. So really? she I was able to fill me in on yeah, where the, they went wrong and where they no made, were what, making stuff up. She's yeah, like, I had that was no idea the book. With, with the book. So yeah, I can't. Yeah, even like tell they you. they uh, I guess embellished quite a bit. <laughs> I mean, you'd have to. It's an yeah, old it's novel, a short book. Yeah, it is short. It is short. Well, they're, like they're the setting it up ends, for more seasons, so. Yeah, like the book ends like around episode four or five. That doesn't surprise Some, me. But it, the show just keeps on going. Because yeah. <laughs> it's a show, baby, and it ain't British. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So Brave. So what did you, you said you watched most of it? Yeah, I haven't finished it yet. Okay. You're planning to finish it or you're done? No. He's like, That's, that shit sucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Well, we'll, we'll uh, wait and hear back. Garrick. You are allowed one double dip 
in order to tell us your fin- fi- finale of or your personal finale the of Brave New World movie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Fair enough. All right. Mine was a movie that we've seen trailers for, I think, for two years now. Whoa, that's a lot of years. Yeah. It's not, I mean, it's not Gangs of New York number of years. <laughs> Is it the Flash? Uh, thank you, Mike. Thank you. Because <laughs> Gangs of New York, we had trailers for like four or five years. <laughs> and bad. including including trivia on the 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 old uh the old <laughs> at the movies yeah when you theater. go to the movies and, and you used to be just instead of having a digital projector they would have just a slide projector that would show trivia there was trivia for gangs of new york four years before that movie came out <laughs> it was like wait a minute we haven't even seen this damn shit yet um my movie is soul from pixar is it soul or soul it is soul okay. <laughs> charles soul yes from pixar the movie soul and um, I wanted to bring this up because beep bop boop ba doop bop. You know the trailers <laughs> beep bop boop really had me hooked because here you have a trailer that establishes that you've got a guy who's like teaching middle school music class, but his heart's really in jazz, and he's a fantastic like heartfelt pianist, and he gets his Wait, shot. He's a what? You pianist. heard me, oh, a pianist. Man. He's a pianist. <laughs> he gets his shot from a from like a a, a moderately at least moderately famous jazz music famous jazz musician to be her pianist for <laughs> like the following performances. And he's excited and he walks out and he, and he steps into an open manhole and dies. <laughs> he dies. Oh, that's not funny. And so the film is about that and everything that transpires thereafter. And every time I saw this trailer over the course of, of a couple of years, I was like, this is really striking me because this dude is like building up to his dream. He's never quite met it. And he's building up to this dream where he's like, I'm going to I'm going to actually be seen for what I can do and what I feel. And I was like, this is going to be something. This is going to be like that, that like opening sequence of up where the like where Ed Adner's having to like be with his dead wife and and crap and everybody cries. I'm like, oh, this is going to F us up. I am looking forward to soul. I was disappointed. Oh, um. I hate to say it because I really am a Pixar fan through and through. I mean, overall, at least Um, this film, like I would almost God dang, I would almost compare it to the good dinosaur. Didn't really know what it wanted to be. Oh, I like the good dinosaur. It's not horrible, but it's like the worst Pixar film. Had dinosaurs in it. I can't go wrong. You've got that, but they're not eating people as much as they could be. Um, it, it, it goes into a hyper stylized, weird, for some reason, highly, uh, highly southeast hemisphere version of the afterlife, where uh, you've got these. Uh, it's basically looking at instead of like life and death, it's looking at life after death, and it's a very. It's kind of disappointing in the fact that it's a very. I almost want to say uh, bureaucracy driven life after death or at least more so than it feels like it intends to be and then there's a character who's never been born and they're kind of a, like a little selfish b-hole and they end up like body swapping the character who dies with a cat but the be- selfish b-hole's never been born is in the body of the person who died and it just turns like it's weird because a third of the way through the film, it turns into a body swap picture. 
and I felt like like a Freaky Friday body swap picture. Like you know, they swap bodies, and isn't a cat. But it's stupid because, like, oh no, I'm in a cat, and you're in my body, and for no unearthly reason, where, where's where's you the can cat understand soul? the English that I speak as a cat, even though no one else can, even though you're in my body as a different soul. I, yeah, it's like Garfield. <laughs> no, it's not. John never. I I I I subscribe to the uh, the theory that John never actually understood what Garfield was thinking. Or does he? He was just so effed up that he was able to imply what Garfield <laughs> was thinking. Um, this film I thought had so much room to be really interesting, and I was actually really disappointed at how shallow it ended up being. It just ended up being a body swap picture with a cop who was out to fix shit. And for so long, I mean, honest to God, guys, we waited a long time for this movie to come out, and I was just... I didn't wait at all for it. I did, man. I thought it could really have something. And it felt like it hit at maybe 55, 65% of what it was trying to do. It felt like at the get-go, they were really trying to make a stamp, like really make you think. And then halfway through, it went, well, no, nah, really, it should just be a cartoon fun film. So it was okay. It was okay. I thought it could be more, but uh, I don't know. I don't really have a, a lot more than that to say about it. I, I really, really, really thought it was going to be more. So maybe I just set false expectations, but I was disappointed with this latest outing by Pixar. Yeah, I'm pretty disappointed, too. I would, I mean, shoot, give I'm me. disappointed that you're disappointed. Give me Toy Story 4 over this, which I didn't think was that great, but I'll watch that over this. Oh, and hell no. Toy I will, Story 4 was awful. <laughs> I will say this. The animation of Toy Story or Pixar doesn't often do animation of just normal people day to day life. You get a little bit of that in Toy Story, but Toy Story, Toy Story. But other than that, they kind of they like to do other takes on things. But I loved the animation of this dude and living his life in what appears to be like New York, Brooklyn, something like that, and teaching middle school. Like it was beautifully done. Like. There's 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 a point where in like Disney animation and and Pixar animation where you can try to depict real life, but there's diminishing returns because this if you try to make it look real, it's not pretty. But if you try to make it look pretty, it's not real. And I feel like they struck a beautiful balance. But the story just left me hanging. And I was I was really disappointed. So I'm really hoping the next Pixar outing steps it up. I'm hoping it's not just a sequel. I hope they can do something original because I feel like we're getting a little long in the tooth for Pixar to do something new that falls flat. I'd be curious what you guys feel about it. I don't like watching it. The moral of the story was you shouldn't don't fall in a manhole. Open manhole. Don't fall in a manhole. (laughs) (laughs) Don't swap bodies with a cat. Yeah. Yeah. Don't do that either. Yep. Yeah, Don't it was that. it was a little there was some mixed messaging. I mean, I'm not saying every movie needs to have messaging. It just felt like it was gonna have messaging and then just went like well what if Judd Judd uh what's his name? Apatow. Judge Reinhold <laughs> what if Judge Reinhold and Fred whatever the hell Savage Judge Savage Dredd. Fridge places. Yay! Like I'm like, what the hell just happened? I thought this movie was going somewhere. So hopefully next time. Hopefully next time, guys. And on next week's episode, it's time for the pork jelly bite of the door damn week. No news. Okay. No. It's time for news. (laughs) Wait, we got got time for news. We're gonna do a quick news. 
Very quick. There you go. Hit it. Okay. <laughs> well, boys. Yes. In, uh, news. news me. In Marvel news. Uh, oh, Marvel. Yeah. The nut unending glut of Marvel news. All right. Marvel DC, it's all. I, haven't, I feel like I haven't Marvel movie in like a year. What's going on? All Spider-Man. It's been a while. No, Moon Knight. Oh. Moon Knight's getting his own Moon series. Knight. Moon Knight Shyamalan. This has been out there forever and ever. Crazy Batman. But uh, and and it's been rumored for a long time that Oscar Isaac was going to get the lead role in this. Um, but at the Disney call a few weeks ago, yeah, there was a high expectation that this would be formally announced. It was not. No, it was not. <gasps> oh, but the oh, cinematographer that was hired for the film <gasps> what? went ahead and put a little uh, face or an Instagram. Tweet out there, or tweet Instagram. Twitter, Instagram, it's tough. whatever it is. Instead, <laughs> and uh, seemingly revealed that uh, indeed Oscar Isaac will be playing the lead role Woo! in the Moon Knight film. Co Dameron. I still don't know what to feel about Moon Knight. <laughs> I'm interested to know <sighs> what the hell they do with it cinematically, and I also really hope that the meme that I always see online. I get to see come to fruition in film, which is Oscar Isaac saying, hey, Dracula, come out here, you fucking nerd. <laughs> or whatever the hell that meme says, where Moon Knight's literally calling out Dracula and calling him a nerd. Okay, Garrick, <laughs> how would you describe Moon Knight for those who are uninitiated? Psycho Batman. So he's like Batman. Okay. But crazy. Crazy. Yeah, Define crazy. Personalities. Crazy, he... Uh, Gets his power from an ancient Egyptian moon god, possibly. But who was he prior to that? He's just he's Mark Spector, just a a rich dude. Okay. So he gets the power. I think he was uh, originally like with the Foreign Legion or something, and came across something. (laughs) We are the sons of the (laughs) desert. But but now, like he he has in the recent comics. I mean, I haven't kept up on it too much, but. Last time I read, he was he had multiple personalities. There was maybe a question that he that the god he thought he got his powers from wasn't real in the first place. That he's just that crazy. He just psychoed himself into powers. (laughs) Okay, okay, I'm back in. (laughs) Basically, he does have some sort of semi supernatural agility and strength and all this stuff. But he basically flies around a bat wing, which is shaped like a moon. (laughs) <laughs> it just he doesn't shoots, have the extra ridges. He yeah. shoots he shoots batarangs, but they're shaped like moons. Moons, yeah. There you go. He dresses up in a cape and cow, but they're all white and shaped like a moon. Yeah. Oh, wait, is it's Moon Knight moon. Marvel or DC? Marvel. Marvel. Okay. Great. But I, I gotta admit, my first and only exposure to Moon Knight is in the Spider-Man game that I brought up <laughs> several podcasts ago. Right. And uh I was like, who's this guy? And uh, I remember coming and telling you guys about the, the game and first thing out of Garrick's mouth, did you meet Moon Knight? <laughs> so of course Garrick, of Wait, course Garrick knows who this character is. That is that in so. the in the in the Sony the or the PS4 Spider Man yeah. game? Uh well it's I, it's an old one. I can't remember what the game is. I was called, gonna say I haven't gotten that far No, yet. no, no. I have Xbox, so it's not as it's oh, not odd. It's not a PS. Or a right. PlayStation okay. exclusive game. So. Only Garrick knows the difference between one <laughs> Spider-Man game to yeah, another. Right. <laughs> yeah. So I no, just this see is Moon Knights and all of them somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> He's an Easter egg. Yeah. So anyway, and, um, I guess 
interesting that, you know, at this phase of Marvel's evolution that they're, I mean, they're kind of digging in and getting some of these uh, really like down. Yeah. More obscure characters. So. I would yeah, say, why not? I would say this is a horrible mistake. <laughs> of course if, you would. If it weren't for the fact that guardians of the galaxy blew yes, up the way right? it did. Exactly. And you know what? I like Oscar Isaac. So yeah. I'd like to see him as more than just, you know, whatever that horrible X-Men character he played was horribly. I love I like that movie. I'm sorry I like whoa, that movie. Whoa, sorry. I'm a terrible person. No, uh, I'm not. Newsflash, Mike ejected from the podcast for opinions that are <laughs> undefensible. <laughs> indefensible. X-Men Apocalypse is a decent Wait, movie. No, Does that I want to take to get ejected from Dude, the podcast. <laughs> that's Dude, not even decent. I like just, it too. <laughs> just because it shows Olivia Munn's thighs does not make it a good movie. It is high cut. Ooh, I forgot about that part. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, high cut. I like, yeah. I like. I'm on the uh, fence. I Olivia. No, that movie's terrible. No, it's yeah, not. It's good I, stuff. I, I and, and when I watched it, I, I sincerely wanted to like it because uh, at that point, I had not openly disliked an X-Men movie other than X3 was tepid. Yeah. Right? When yeah. when what's-his-name went over I like Apocalypse Superman. more than X3, man. Mm. Yeah, I do. Yes. I feel like that's mentally deficient in some way. <laughs> I can't. I, I wanted I to can't like it. Not I disagree. I can't disagree with that because <laughs> they're, they're so awful. So X three's weird. It is. It's off kilter. Um. I, uh, those those movies are terrible. <laughs> and I I I, I want to wait love a minute. Those like movies. even Days of Future Past. I'm like hell yeah, bish. Days of Future Past. That's a good movie. I, I don't disagree. But I'd watch any of the 30 Wolverine movies. <laughs> <laughs> if you Jackman's got claws or no. not, I'm in. Oh, man, I don't know. I He's don't the know. pretty man with dancing. Anyway, that's all I had for news. Oh, no. Oh, wait, not, but... one more news item. <gasps> Whoa, <gasps> surprise wait, news wait, item. Wait. This, is Hello. this is mostly for Garrick and I, but do, 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 do. you guys are invited to the party if you so choose. Oh, no. no, but as of the airing, when this podcast airs, because that's what happens to podcasts. They air. They airs. That's magic. They air at some uh, point. The season premiere of <gasps> season three of American <gasps> Gods will have happened. <gasps> Woohoo! I, I tried. I tried. I couldn't get very far. I am you know who's so going to be in season three of American Gods? According Ricky to Ricky Whittle. Uh, who? Rick Schroeder? <laughs> that is exactly mm-hmm. what I pictured. <laughs> Shadow Moon is his character. I'd watch Midnight? if Rick Schroeder was in it. Shadow Moon. He's, he's like the main main character. Yeah. But who? Who, Garrick? Uh, Danny Trejo. <gasps> Wait. Tortuga? Ooh, I might. Tortuga. I, I don't know. I saw I saw a brief clip on Machete? IMDb. <laughs> so I might be wrong, but I think I saw Danny Trejo. <laughs> well, anyway, that means it's time for the Porgans. <laughs> <laughs> get to talk about your crap for hours and I just bring this up and we can all talk about it for 30 seconds. Maybe next time you should make it your docket, bitch. Yeah. It's right? not my docket. It hasn't even aired by... You cheated. No. That was cheating. I don't oh. know if y'all know this. <laughs> I don't know if you all know this. <laughs> but, but I'm gonna fire the Porkins kid. <laughs> oh, dang. Baby, I'm above your pay grade. <laughs> oh, you're right there. <laughs> wait, wait. The Porkins kid gets paid too? More than me. Damn it. <laughs> I don't know if y'all know this. But the Demi Reynolds within the yeah. within the movie Thinking in the Rain. Right. Oh, wait. That's what we're supposed to talk about tonight. It she is. was so in- incredibly beaten down 
Yeah. By the dude what directed the movie that uh, one time Fred Astaire walked into a room after making a movie in an adjacent stage and found her crying under a piano. <laughs> yes. And he said to her, baby, that's just dancing. You either got a like, busy dying or get busy living. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I read Shawshank? that tonight, man. Except in reverse, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> hey, guys, talk, talk about some crap. Let's do it. Let's do it. You guys enhance the music so beautifully. <laughs> All right. Holy just so everybody knows, you know, we covered it at the top of the episode, but the AFI, the Is It Better Than Star Wars series is all about looking at all of the movies that ranked higher than Star Wars at number 115, the original Star Wars film, or I'm sorry, the uh, number 15 yeah. on the AFI top 100 original best 100 films of all time list. Right. And we're taking a clearly objective look at those Very films. Objective. What year did that come out? The original Singing one? in the right? I don't know. 1990. No, Who gives a crap? The list. The list, yeah. Yeah. The, oh, the first one came out in 1998. There you go. I actually, I was thinking that because I remember it being a thing around around the time that we graduated it's, high school. It's 98, but then it was revised in 07. Right. That's so correct. the OG list of 98, we're looking at every film that ranked higher than the OG Star Wars. Yeah, uh, and we're look watching them, and we are exquisitely objectively going, <laughs> you know what? Yes, okay, let's look at it for its merits and see... Was it better than Star Wars indeed? But you know what? As we have alluded to earlier, these are some of my favorite episodes. I Because uh, yeah, yes. they are forcing us to watch things that we have not seen before. And, and we've we come are, to blows. And I feel we like we, blows. we are getting... Very close. We're oh, getting surprising results. <laughs> I, I feel like blow. we're getting surprising results. We have not been unitedly going, no, nope, Star Wars is better. Go to hell. No, no, I've heard awesome. and then that way the whole time. That's true. <laughs> true. Howie <laughs> has, and I think Garrick has. From the, you haven't yeah, injected, have but, you? No. Uh, There's been one or two I've Mike said. Mike and I. I, I think of Sunset Boulevard. I was Yes, close. that's true. Ooh, Garrick was very yeah. close. Well, both of us were. Yeah. You were both close, and Mike and I were both. We think that Sunset Boulevard was. Sunset. And you guys. I, wrong. No, I, I chose I've actually picked Sunset and It's a Wonderful Life. I picked us. Sunset, It's a Wonderful Life and uh, Bridge, o, Bridge on the River. See, I, did, I didn't he's go gotta, that He's got to one-up you, man. Yeah, no. Yeah. That's alright. He can one-up me. Get good. Bridge yes. over the <laughs> yeah, no. So, so here we are at number what? Ten. Number, number ten. ten. We're in the top ten now. Top ten. Top ten. Top ten. And Singing in the Rain, starring Gene Kelly, yeah. something O'Connor, Donald O'Connor, Donald, yes, and right. Debbie Gibson, <laughs> Debbie Reynolds, a.k.a. Mother Princess O, Princess Leia's Leia. Mom. Yeah. Yes, yes. Mom. Carrie Fisher's mother, Debbie Reynolds, are the three she, top fillers in this film. Did she die of a broken heart? Uh, I don't know. I didn't see any droids going. <laughs> Actually, oh, oh, honestly, honestly, yes, she yeah. did. She died what oh, within a week or a month of her of oh, Carrie. One day. No, 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 no. Was it one a day? day? No, 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 yeah. no, no, no. Of Carrie being born. Carrie no, being died. Carrie died. Oh, I'm sorry. They yes, it died was. at the same time. Yes, she died true. at the day after. So yes, Howie. Oh, that she died of a broken now, heart. Now, how do you wow. feel, Howie? That, that, that's. <laughs> That Good job, lot, Howie. No, that brings a lot of like depth to what George <laughs> Lucas did. <laughs> Retroactively, somehow. Yeah. yeah. 
He wrote reality. I he put is on a goosebumps. You can't see him. <laughs> Lucas is a prophet. <laughs> wow. Wow. He really? Yeah, he really is. If you think about it. I don't want to. If you think about it on a very surface level, yes. <laughs> so anyway, Singing in the Rain, released in the year, uh, I don't know. 1952. Thank you. Uh, with Gene Kelly and someone else directing. Yes. And Gene Kelly starring with the yes. other two aforementioned. Yes. Yeah. Gene Kelly Family produced Donan. that. Yes. Uh, an MGM film. That uh, that got him fired from MGM. Well, we'll get to that. <laughs> we'll get to that. An MGM film that was <clears throat> put together based on the fact that hey, we got some songs. Should we make a movie to sell the songs? <laughs> God, jeez, yeah, that's exactly it like what it the, was. Yes. It was like the equivalent of the Green Day musical, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> you just blew my damn blown, mind with that comparison. Mind blown. It was. It was the 1950s equivalent of the Green Day musical. <laughs> and on top of that, the writers who were contractually obligated to write the film said, no, we don't have to because we only have to write. Uh, we only have to write uh, uh, movies, scripts uh, for movies that have um, songs that don't have lyrics. Unless those lyrics are written by Cole Porter, Irving Berlin, and someone else I don't remember the name of. You know, Irving Berlin, uh, White Christmas fame, Cole Porter, like everything fame, music writers, right? Mm -hmm. uh, they're like, no, we don't have to. And then uh, their agent got like fired and they had a new agent and the, and the new agent went, yeah, we looked at the contract and that guy made all that shit up. So you have to write this. And they went, oh, okay. <laughs> so they went, all right, we'll take. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Just kidding. All this pre-written music that the studio owned. Right. And make a movie that makes sense to have this music in it. You know, and uh, building on what you're saying, I read that of all, I mean, this is a musical straight through. For the most part, I mean, well, no, yeah, only, I, only I, could, I could definitely, I could definitely cut a wide swath through that, but it is it. a musical at heart. Uh, yes, yeah, okay, fair okay. enough. There you go. Only yes. two, only two numbers in that whole film were written for that film. Everything else preexisted. Yes, mm -hmm. "Singing in the Rain" was first recorded in 1929, well before <laughs> this film came out. Okay, yeah. now. I, feel I like love White Christmas, and White Christmas like mm -hmm. first appeared in film mm -hmm. in uh, Holiday Inn, mm -hmm. not White Christmas. Sure, but I felt it in this movie. You felt? Mm -hmm. Wait, what? I felt the pre-existingness. Oh, Ir okay. Irving Berlin is, oh, a, yeah. is a Goram genius. Yeah, there wasn't a song in this movie that went, "Oh, there's a Goram genius right. behind this." Okay, that so was my biggest problem. Yeah. What you're alluding to is that the song seemed shoehorned in. Yeah. Yes. The, yes. Absolutely. To the you know what? Before we get into too much analysis, though, do we want sure. to do a quick synopsis? And it will be quick because guess what? There's it's, not much plot. Here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Not only is there not much plot, it's not a film plot. It's a no. musical plot. <laughs> it's because it changes halfway through. Yeah. Yeah. The plot at first yeah. the plot is. Oh, we're in filmmaking and we're switching to talkies and oh, there's a girl I need to find. And then we have an intermission if it were a musical. And then the second half is, oh, we found the girl the and we now need to replace the other girl with this girl. <laughs> right. 
right. has, the second half right. has nothing to do with the first half Truth. whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. You're, well, that's, that's not true. true. I, you're right. It's, but be, it's, it's because related. of the talkies. Yes. It parlays into they have to make their first talkie. Okay, yeah. so the the film was made in '52, but it, I mean we're 27. Yes, they're they're at they're at the cusp of silent films becoming one of the brilliant th- to- one of the brilliant things about this film point. and why I think maybe it shows up on the top ten of the AFI original top one hundred. I gotta admit, I don't understand. Is that? <laughs> yeah, agree. It is. It is a. It is a. Uh, hard satire of the movie industry. The kind of stuff we sure. see nowadays in movies like Hail Caesar. Okay. Okay. Yeah, there was a sure. There's yeah. a lot of yeah. Yes, things that's in this fair. Movie you could tell were pulled from by uh, the Coen Brothers. Yes, <laughs> I I agree. That, that's fair. All yeah. the all okay. the way down to like the sailors dancing on the bar top. Yeah. That's straight from Fred Astaire. <laughs> it is. Yeah. You're right. And actually, I'm sorry. That's straight from Gino, uh, Gene, Gene Dun- Kelly. Gene, Gene, Gene Kelly. I'm going to do that yeah. many that more Gene times. Kelly. Yes, that's Gene Kelly <laughs> through and through. Turned out to be a communist in the movie. Which you're right. Yeah, <laughs> except for that part. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, so. So the thing is, in the oh in gosh. the early fifties, they made a movie that is a satire of Hollywood. Yeah. So yeah, already that's kind of advanced for the time. Well, it, well, yes, it was early in that period. Okay, so prior to that, this movies I I feel like yeah. took themselves more seriously. Sure. And at Which you're right, the movie lampoons. Once the fifties hit, you started getting those things. Yeah. You know, Technicolors in, and right. and you you started getting. Um, I mean, technically, was showing up in the 30s, but yeah. Well, yeah, right. Right. Yeah. At this time, it was becoming more it was probably, mainstream. Right. Not was, completely mainstream, but more mainstream. Right. It was a good 10, 12 years in yeah. to Technicolor at that point. But I mean, I guess my point is, yes, there was more creative effort, I guess, pushed toward Because I would, in my opinion, this is an art film. This is kind of an art film it is different from other films at the time i mean there was there was some cinematography that was a little bit different oh there, yeah there's some green screen stuff going on there's in this. Green? Yeah, that, that was blew weird. me away that there <laughs> was like too. most likely blue screen but blue yes screen, right yes like right. there was definitely like alpha channel cropping and i don't i don't even know how the hell they did that back yeah then. right 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 um, kind of interesting. There right? was a lot of dramatic camera movement. The angles, some of the angles were angles. different. Yeah, part of those angles are because Gene Kelly didn't want to perceived be perceived as shorter than his dancing counterparts. <laughs> <laughs> as you as you guys might have picked up, Gene Kelly would have gone right in the median fly casual height. <laughs> True, <laughs> not a tall man. No, uh, but but yeah, there was a lot of stuff in this film that at the time was probably technically a little more revolutionary right. and, than and we would now look in at. my mind and we'll get to this later but maybe is why it's in the top 10 because uh, it was I mean, kind of revolutionary there's for probably some, of some extra credit being given every mm-hmm. that's fair i think <laughs> yes. it's a legacy cho- choice right and, we'll get there now we'll get there so the <laughs> in the film you have an actor who is in the silent movie era Right, two actors. There's two. it's it's a it's a duo. Lamont and Cosmo. No, no, no. no. Wait. Co- oh. Cosmo's oh, the, yeah. the musician. Cosmo. He's my favorite. <laughs> He's behind the scenes. Yeah. No, it's uh, it's uh, yeah, Lena? Lamont and damn it, Lena Lamont. 
Lena Lamont. Lamont. What's his name? What's his name? What's what's Gene? Oh, Don Lockwood. Lockwood Lockwood and Lamont. Lockwood and Lamont. (laughs) So you have this movie, this male and female pairing in the silent film era that they're looking to transition right as the... I I do appreciate (laughs) that they, uh, they talk about how the jazz singer is coming out. The jazz singer was the first is a, talk. Is a true, yes. That's a real thing. Yes. And so, and, and I like the fact that the movie's like, oh, the jazz singer's coming out. That's talking. And they're like, oh, that's hogwash. <laughs> Pish posh. That's going to fail miserably. No one wants to hear people talking. It's good stuff. Which yes. is funny because right. at, in 1952, there was probably, probably some remembrance in Hollywood of oh, people yeah. writing that off. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. More than maybe it should have been. (laughs) Right. And so whether or not the widespread audience is aware of that or not, I don't know. Well, although the film did quite well. It it is. It's so true of almost anything new. Yeah. You always have the people who are steeped in the now. The old. Yes. That do not want to deal with learning something new. And so they... Write it all off in their mind. Yeah, well, like, it's, it's like the it's like the buggy manufacturers, right? When the cars are hitting the scene, and yep. they're like, "Oh, this is a fad. Now, it's yep. gonna." Yeah. Pass. Now, what's interesting is we. This is the second movie on this list that kind of deals with that topic. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Sunset Boulevard. You're right. Oh, Sunset yeah, Boulevard right. was that yep. through and through. Yeah, absolutely. yeah. That's where the aftermath though of the yeah whereas talkies. whereas Sunset Boulevard is almost like a a a, a, a highly psychological crime drama of sorts right this is a satire yes absolutely and uh and sunset boulevard came before this film by a fair clip um but to this so there's this transition right so we have that we have this duo and this movie studio is like okay we're we're transitioning from silent film into talkies yeah so what are we going to do with this silent film that we just showed as a talkie, <laughs> and I love it. It's it's Grumman's uh, Chinese Theater. Yes, they're doing the big reveal, you know, just which, like you would. Which, by the way, you got to point out the parallels to Star Wars, right? I mean, we got Debbie Reynolds in this, yes. and the Chinese Theater. Yeah, I'm like yeah, oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. All right, so they well, I mean, that was every film back then, <laughs> of right? course. But and so I'm they're like, doing. Hey, the, I'm going to grasp. In '52, this was still a thing, but they're talking about the '20s. Like, look at us do the thing in the '20s. Like, you're still doing it. <laughs> but they do this, and you get a long background of of, of Kelly and, o- and O'Connell's O'Connell. O'Donnell, O'Ronnell, Ronald McDonald. Okay, yes. Donald O'Connor. O'Connor. Get, they get their character's background. That's neither here nor there. I I don't feel like it added that not, much. No, not much. You, They're kind of a dignity. even though the the actor actor and actress Lamont and Lock, Lockwood Lockwood are the on screen. Yeah, O'Connell or whatever his name is. He's kind of the off screen. He he sets the mood, mood yeah, music. He's, and, he's almost like the the sidekick support guy yes. to Lockwood, yes. who is Gene Kelly. Yes. And uh, I don't want to underplay that because the, he's my favorite character. Yeah, oh, by far. By far. Um, but uh, anyway, you get this Even long backstory Debbie of them Reynolds at this nice movie too. reveal. And this backstory ends up being like half the film. <laughs> yeah, <it really laughs> yes. Does. Yeah, because it starts out, right? They're run, They're walking the red carpet. Yeah. And, and, and they're and like, the magazine, reflect. A, and, reflect and to give you a on your back, life. Background, the writers of the film, when they were tasked with putting a, a script together to use all these music, these songs that uh, MGM held the rights to, they went, we can't decide whether to make this film start off with a magazine interview, <laughs> a red carpet movie premiere, 
or a uh, what was it? Uh, I'm like a love story, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And one of the guy's wife got home from a vacation, went, why not do all three? <laughs> That's what it was. And they went, yeah. OK. <laughs> you know, Actually, they started the, mu- the musical off with the main song. Well, yeah, the movie <laughs> starts of off with a sped up version of Singing in the Rain that's super awkward. Because it's really fast. Which, by the way, that's that, before that, the opening credits. That song is three times in that movie. Yes. <laughs> yeah. They um, like singing in the rain. When they sure do. I don't want to spend too long talking about the story because I don't feel like it's that great. No. Uh, so, so you got don't. that. So it's him reflecting. He's talking about transitioning from from silent to talkies. Yeah. Guy. Also, the important. Well, and oh, they're in the, the middle intros, of one of the intros. Hollywood star meets girl and has a near miss like affection thing girl does is not impressed by hollywood star that's actually sure right the and story that, foundation that's gene kelly meeting debbie reynolds meeting debbie reynolds she's like right. oh i don't think you're that cool so hollywood stars blah, 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 blah. i'm driving a car hooray <laughs> you see one movie you see them all but i will say yeah i will say this the um one of the things i love about these older films even if the stories and scripts aren't that tight the sequence where they have the flat tire where he's driving along with with his sidekick Cosmo, mm-hmm. they have a flat tire, and all these people on the sidewalk see this Hollywood celebrity Lockwood, and they start surrounding him, and he wants yeah. to get away. So he walks onto a moving car, climbs up onto a moving yeah. streetcar, flips <laughs> right. around, slides all in like a single shot. Right, and there's a lot of those long yes, shots in this sure film, and, right. and that is That's to impressive. its credit. Yeah. Um, yeah. and then comes down into a car where <laughs> Debbie Reynolds is driving. Right, was a magically built practical yeah, effect. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's just a dancer, not a <laughs> stunt man, a dancer. Well, and he did all of his dancing stunts. Yes. Yes. You get I mean, it doesn't yeah. it does not try to obscure his face in any way. You no. see him well and such Gene the Kelly long doing yeah, the effect. long shots. You like you see his face, he does the stunt, he ends the stunt with his face. Yeah. And it's just and one you're shot. Like, you're like, good lord. Yeah. They built a lot of stuff to make that happen. Yeah. So he's a very talented that. man. So he's he he just basically uh, thumbs a ride more actively into into just, uh, just into jumps a, into her car. Yeah, jumps into her car, and she's but, not impressed by him. If we're not, if we're gonna make this story shorter, we yeah, need feel, to, free, feel free. <laughs> we, need, we move along, and he yeah. he essentially something ends up happening. She offends his leading lady. He wants he he doesn't like his leading lady much, so he wants to find her. Who is this chick that pissed on my leading lady? Because I hate her too. See, yeah. that she sucks. Actually, that's one of the the better points of the film is that the yeah their their public persona is that they're in love and and you know yeah the, the, the leading PR lady and, and the leading, the leading lady Lockwood and Lamont are in love, right. but. He has no interest he in her. Hates her. She has no <laughs> idea that there's another reality right. other than her and him loving each other. Right. And and if I if you've never seen the film, I'm guessing you probably haven't. If I want to describe how her character is, I want to point out an allusion to in White Christmas when Danny Kaye tries to in, uh, introduce Bing Crosby into a chick that he might like. The chick who's got the voice and she's like, <laughs> yeah. not even a half an apple. <laughs> That's how this chick talks. Yes. She's and got this really bad what's New York marvelous accent about that's this, really grating. She, she got She's, this role because she could do a perfect impression of another another leading lady in another film <laughs> for whom she was the understudy for. <laughs> And again, like, in the perfect si- again it. in the silent movie era, and her voice is shrill and awful. But yes. in the silent movie era, who it cares? doesn't matter, right? I wonder. Like, part of me wonders if 
her voice is like the inspiration for Harley Quinn or something. <laughs> oh, yeah, right? Yeah, Mr. It's not, J! Mr. J! It's not far off at all. <laughs> it's so... More to come on that as we go as we as we uh, as we develop. So anyway, uh, he wants to find her because she embarrasses the starlet whom he hates. It takes time. Uh, act two of the stage production <laughs> that is this film happens <laughs> and finds her, brings her into sort of their film circle secretly. And so, as they realize that talkies are a thing that they're going to have to address, they were wrong. Right. That they're like, all right, this our leading lady is horrible. Sounds yes. shrill as hell. Right. What are we going to do? The That's test footage in the audience. Yeah. Is just <laughs> yeah they're laughing, <laughs> cracking up because she's just like, Oh my love. You is the best. Like she's horrible. Yeah, and actually, well, the whole technical side of it too, right? Yeah. They're trying to figure out how to do mic placement and all this. Stuff. Oh yeah. Which I thought was, am- <laughs> I mean, I know that was played up, but no, no, it's no. still, I imagine it was a lot like that. And to your <laughs> yeah. credit, Howie, Allow me to award you with this tidbit of knowledge. In the film, you there is a song. I'm sorry, I don't know which, but there is a song where you can actually hear Debbie Reynolds' yeah. heartbeat <laughs> right. because the the microphone was too close to her chest, yeah. which is a gag in the film, in the film about yes. this other chick yeah, where you can funny. hear the. <laughs> in every scene because they tried to hide it down well there. see okay yeah. so in that scene where they're trying to figure this out because this is all new to everybody right yeah, talkies are a new thing first where they, we put the they mic? stick the know. mic in the, in the plant that's in they front of her right casual level skill but she's trying <laughs> she's trying to act so she's moving yeah but the, the director keeps coming out and said no you gotta talk to the mic <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and she's like well I've gotta act oh uh, yeah and, and, and the level of Hollywood satire that unfolds when the <laughs> test audience at Grumman signage theater is watching this while she's got they put the microphone into this giant corsage <laughs> on her shoulder and she keeps turning her head right into the mic and then, and then, turning, and then turning it back and then turning it away and then turning it back i gotta admit at that point that was pretty i'm good. not gonna say i was guffawing but i was like okay the level of self-awareness here is pretty great yes yeah so anyway what they end up figuring out all right what we need to do to sell this picture now that no one takes it seriously because it's not released yet. <laughs> right. We need to turn it into a musical. Right. But how? She sounds terrible. Yeah. Well, we have this girl in <laughs> Debbie, oh, Debbie, Debbie Reynolds. Reynolds actually has a great voice. Who has a great voice. Who we're going to put in there. I have a big note to say about that, which I'm sure you know. <laughs> we're going to bring her in and we're going to dub her voice, which nowadays we know this is commonplace. This all happens all the time. Yeah. yeah. That dubbing time voice. Time to invent is, ADR, guys. Let's do it. Exactly. Whereas back then, they weren't sure how maybe in this fictional, goofy, funny story, how people might react to it. Right. And so it's like, well, we got to keep it secret because Debbie Reynolds threw a cake in her face earlier in the film and she hates her. <laughs> so she can't know anything about it. <laughs> Meanwhile, her voice coach is the chick from Gremlins 2 who makes microwave meals. <laughs> Amazing. Did you yes. notice that? No, I but didn't realize how old that lady was. I was, was. like, I knew, I knew that face. Yeah. But now I, now I know. Double tuna noodle casserole. <laughs> it's that lady from. She's nice. been in a billion. That's honestly, awesome. God, look at her IMDb, IMDb page. It's like what? It's like looking at Mark <laughs> Hamill's IMDb page. Nice. Like, oh damn. Nice. Prolific. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um. But yeah, she's the lady who is her diction coach, which is another Hollywood thing. 
with the transition from silence to talkies, talkies right. they had to hire diction coaches to teach these idiots <laughs> yeah, how, to talk how to talk because they never had to before. No, they just had to move. And there is a Goram rabbit hole you can fall down historically about actors who actually suffered from this. In fact, not only from not being able to talk well, but maybe from corporate espionage where studios wanted to get out of their contracts. So they did things like speed up a man's voice. So it sounds like he's part of the lollipop guild wow. to kill his fame. This wow. is real, guys. Wow. And I loved, you know, you know, my stupidity. I loved going down this rabbit hole. So <laughs> the film explores all this very quickly. And what ends up happening is you have the dubbed in voice of Debbie Reynolds for her. And it gets exposed toward the end of the film. Yes. Where she is the actual wonderful voice that the audience is enjoy enjoying. And boom, happy ending after tears in the eyes and all like that. Yeah. <laughs> One thing I do want to point out, because I feel like this is very much worth noting. When Debbie Reynolds sang to be the voice of Lamont mm -hmm. of her character. Or, mm -hmm. I, yeah. Yeah. It was actually the voice of Lamont. It was the actress of the woman playing Lamont. That her sang? voice was dubbed in over Debbie Reynolds voice. Dubbing in over her voice. Oh, Blown my mind. That is Debbie Reynolds, I did not know that. Debbie meta Reynolds was not that deep of a vocalist. So the wow. actual actress that you see right. is the actual one singing, not necessarily at the time of filming. Sure, right. And they dubbed her voice in over oh, Debbie Reynolds good. pretending to dub her voice. It isn't that that's good stuff. Hilarious. I like that. Yeah. That was probably my favorite takeaway from wow. this. So anyway. <laughs> Also, good. the lead number singing in the rain happens at some point. And there's some water dumped on. <laughs> okay, so yeah, so okay, so that's the Iconic. simple plot. Some, right? some water, is. some <laughs> a lot of water. In fact, there was a shortage of water, and the day they tried to film it, yeah, they filmed it at like 5 p.m. when everybody was getting home from work and turning on their sprinklers, yes, and there wasn't right. enough water to I supply for the rain for singing in the rain. So they waited until the next day, shot it earlier in the day while everybody was still at work, right. so there would be enough water pressure <laughs> to, to supply to the rain for Gene right. Kelly to dance around. Right. There's okay. a lot of great trivia in this film. So, which kind of propels us into really what this film is about, right? Well, I don't know. God Sing damn. it in the rain, man. <laughs> I mean, it's about displaying it's some music. It's not about that at all. Yes, exactly. It's about displaying some music. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It was about displaying some music and using up a music catalog. <sighs> Here's the thing. Porkins Kid didn't touch on this, but Gene Kelly was an asshole. Yes. Gene Kelly. And he would tell you if he was still alive. That, that he, he was, was an, an asshole. asshole. Yes. <laughs> um, he was an asshole to Debbie Reynolds yes. because she was not a trained dancer. She was 19 years old. That was her first Break, experience. This, not her first, dancing. but breakout role. Yeah, first dancing. You're right. She'd done some other She had never done some dancing. In 19 years old, living with her parents, getting up at 4 a.m. and catching two different bus interchanges to get to the studio each day. Yeah. Unless she slept on Yeah, set. she was 19. 19 years old. And she was not a trained dancer. Gene Kelly being the epitome of trained dancers. Right. Fucking shit on her guts. All the time. For constantly. Reduced right. her to tears to the point where one time Fred Astaire, who was shooting a film on an adjacent set, Fred Astaire's older <laughs> at this point, wanders <laughs> into a soundstage yeah, and find her. This one. Yeah, find her crying bawling. under a piano. Yeah. And he goes, yeah, yeah. And tells her. They have a conversation. Yeah, he, he tries to perk her up and say, you just got to stick with it. Yeah. Later in life, she said, you know, I owe it to him to making me a trooper and making me a better performer. But later in life, he said, I don't know why she still talks to me. 
because Gene I was an Kelly, asshole. That's Gene Kelly. Yeah, Gene thing. Kelly's yes. like, that's I was I so yeah. hard on her. Yeah. And also, you know what? The but, third of the party. good for uh, him uh, for recognizing Donald, that. Donald <laughs> O'Connell. Lover. Oh, Donald, Donald, you do it. Donald, Donald, Donald Lover. Donald O'Connor has, had, had told her, to be honest with you, there were times when he ranted at me. Yes. Because he knew that you were only 19 and you were already so fragile because of how hard he was on you. Right. And he knew I could take it. So he, so was, he would take his anger out on, on me him, just right. to get over his anger. Right. Because he knew. Because uh, Donald O'Connell. Connell. That doesn't Connell. sound right. O'Connor. Had been performing since he was 12 years old. Right. And, and yeah, Gene Kelly knew he could take it. So Gene Kelly was an asshole with some mitigation because he was both the lead and the co-director on the film. Yeah. Producer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Did you feel that? I, I have a feel. Did yeah. you guys feel that while I, you're watching the film? I didn't. Didn't you? I didn't. Feel what? I didn't. That Gene Kelly was the director and the star. No, I felt he was the star, I guess. I mean, I guess I kind of knew it because I was reading as I was going. See, I didn't start Googling till halfway through when I, spoiler alert, got bored. Yeah, right. <laughs> Um, and I started, but up until that point, I was like, I'm not, I'm going to be honest with you. I like old films. I'm not yep. Gene Kelly affluent. Nope. And I was, I was watching this film going, he is way too overproduced. Every smile is fucking fake. Yeah. Every, his dancing is unparalleled. Well, of course, right. Well, but ish. ish, you're right. It's because not. It's it's too over. My, my wife too would, perfect. My wife would argue that Fred Astaire, um, boom, and what, who was his partner? I can't remember. Uh, Ginger Rogers. Ginger Rogers. That if you watch their films, yes. Um, and I did that. She I, she would say that she prefers their films over this. I went down a rabbit hole f- before I this reason. Seen any of their films? That I probably would. I haven't either. I haven't. I, honest to God, haven't. I haven't. I'm either. actually kind of interested to see because she she claims she's like I don't, I don't understand how God this is in bless the top your 10 damn wife because she's like I watched you know Fred Astaire and Ginger Rogers and she's like the plots are better yes the comedy is better yes um so anyway I'm not as familiar with their films but as I right. was watching this film I was like I feel like I'm watching someone who is top skilled overselling their top skill. If right, that's possible, yeah, right. like every smile he gives the camera is mugging the camera. Yeah, it right. is so <laughs> cheeseball. Right. Now it's a satire, sure. So maybe that's on purpose, but it didn't Ish, yeah. feel right. as self-aware as maybe it should. And so I went down a YouTube that's rabbit fair. hole watching Fred Astaire and Ginger Rogers, and I'm right. like, oh, the fluidity. Yeah. Now there's more to it than just fluidity. Sometimes See, there's very stoicism to my, dancing. My but. wife would argue. I mean, again, these are conversations we had that in those old Fred Astaire films that they did a better job of writing the dancing and the singing yes. into, into the the plot instead of being instead of here instead we go. of like what we what we've alluded <laughs> to earlier. Yep, here's that, the yeah, next it's a song. Here's, hey, here's we gotta a get 20, a song in this bitch. Here's a twenty minute Broadway melody for some reason <laughs> right. at the end of the film for some reason. Yeah, that's that right, was exactly bizarre. Right. It was like it didn't fit, but I guess they needed to fill. 10 minutes or something? <laughs> I, it was more than 10 minutes. Yeah. You know, I, I was watching hey, they that. they did Singing in the Rain three times in that song. I was, in that movie. As I was watching that last 20 Goram minutes, I was, oh, I was sitting there thinking, 
I really like how they painted the background to be 3D, even though it's 2D. I really like how they lit the people in silhouette rather than in the foreground. I'm thinking of these techno things trying to find an excuse to like it because I was so bored. Yeah. 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 I mean, that, and, and I think you're hitting on how I feel about this film. Right. Is uh, I appreciate it for the art of it. I appreciate it for the singing, the dancing, what's happening. Um, there was a couple of times I chuckled. I mean, there, there's some funny parts Dude, in O'Do- this film. O- O'Donnell, help me out. <laughs> o- O'Connell. I'm not gonna let help Ryan O'Connell. Or, or Ryan Jerry O'Donnell. O'Connell. Oh, he was a trooper. Man. He O'Connor. was a Donald trooper. O'Connor. I think Ryan O'Connell's a porn star. Right? I'm not going <laughs> to lie. Wait, um, how do you know that? That dude was in Make Him Laugh. Not only was he amazing in that oh, Make song, Him Laugh. Even though the is- last half of that song dragged. Yeah. The last half, the first yeah, half is well, okay. Amazing. The last half of every song drags. You're right. So. No, you're not I wrong. I liked when he was doing Except the when he Simpson runs up the wall. The <laughs> Even when he ran up the wall, they had to tilt the wall back a little I bit. Know, so he I could, know. Because he used to do it as a child, but he couldn't do it anymore. He, he, smoking four, uh, four packs a day while shooting that. I know. I read that. I was like, oh my so God. So bad. He got put on bed rest for three days and came back to set. And Gene Kelly goes, uh, how do you want to do that again? He's like, yeah, anytime you want. He He's like, yeah, no, we twice. need to do it again. Yeah. Because <laughs> someone forgot to adjust the aperture correctly on the camera and all the footage is lost. Oh my God. And the dude had suffered like rug burns yeah. all over his body yeah. and all this stuff. And it's like, all right, I'm a trooper. Here we go again. <laughs> no, poor guy. But, he was pretty well, awesome. Bizarre. What's bizarre about this movie is like, not only is it number 10 on AFI's top 10, 1998, it's the number one. On their Musical. top 100 musicals, how how does that come above okay. like Number, Wizard of Oz? Wizard of Oz, White Christmas, Wizard of Oz. <laughs> yes, I don't know. Both Sound of those, of I said both of those, White Christmas my and Wizard lady. of Oz. My yes, my Hello? fair lady. Grease <laughs> makes no sense. It feels like Scott a Pilgrim versus the World. <laughs> okay, wait, wait. No, it's a musical. It wasn't out in 1998. Okay, Gene Kelly. This feels like a Gene Kelly masturbation picture. <laughs> it does. Ryan O'Donnell is what the hell's his name? Ronald Donald O'Donnell. Donald, Donald McDonald. <laughs> He's amazing. Yeah. Uh, Debbie Reynolds. Uh, is Debbie great. Reynolds is pretty damn great, especially yeah. with the fact that you know what I can the, even the, the, the it, in the morning. Good morning. I didn't know that song was from this musical. Yeah, it's great to stay up late. Good it's morning. Not. It's good from morning. Something else. Yeah, you're right. It is from something else first. <laughs> but honest to God, Fred Astaire made them dance from 8 a.m. to 11 p.m. Her feet were <sighs> bleeding, and she had to be yeah. carried to, and, and to her dressing room. And the majority of that song, first take. <laughs> the majority of that song is from the first oh, 8 a.m. take. Uh, you know what? It seems like a Gene Kelly. No, uh, no, I that, hate the movie and, more. Right. And as Mike was saying, <laughs> Gene too. Kelly I didn't was, know there was such torture involved. Gene Kelly yeah. was such a oh yeah. He's that way. Was yeah. such a negative asshole throughout the soul film. You said this earlier. MGM released him from his exclusivity yep. contract. Yep. Done. Said, hit the road, you're an asshole. Yeah. And he goes, Good. Yeah. <laughs> So weird, and and the the accolades this movie gets. It's I don't weird. It's get right. it. All right. like, I, I want to throw in my opinion because you guys do it, been, do it, do it, do it. Howie, hit it. Howie, Howie, going Howie. hot and heavy for a while. I've just been letting you get your get it off your chest. <laughs> <laughs> All right, if I take if I completely out of this, yes, fair enough. I enjoyed. I was entertained. I me too. Me too. 
I, I was I entertained by this movie to, to a certain extent. Yes. There were, I, I did there, snooze. There were times <laughs> that it got very long in the tooth. Yep. On, the, uh, most the fashion of, song. The most most of the most of the songs. I was once yep, we got once long. we got to once we got to a song. I'm like, okay, the first the first you yep. know, third is going to be. Is going to be enjoyable. Yep. And then the second uh, third is going to teeper off, and the last third is going to be agreed. Okay. Absolutely. So that's just about almost every song in this movie. That's the way it is. Yeah, plot's thin, right? But it doesn't for me. If to be entertained, I don't have to have a yeah, right. Yeah. It doesn't have to be perfectly uh, paced. Yep. I I enjoyed most of the acting. Mm -hmm. I, I I enjoyed the the plot overall. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So if you take AFI out of it, for me, I'm like, huh. That I mean, I was entertained. Yeah. And uh, I get, like, what what you guys were all saying. Yeah. But I didn't come out of this at a, from a negative. I like, oh, I'm glad I watched it. I'll, I'll never watch it again, but I'm glad I actually watched it. I was, actually, I was entertained. I'm, yeah. And, you know, that's great. As much criticism criticism as I've leveled. I could see myself watching this movie again because yeah, even I, though Gene maybe. Kelly was a Goram tyrant and I kind of had feelings of that while watching it without knowing it, I kind of honestly got, I guys, I didn't know, but I was, I, there's what? like this weird feeling in me. I don't know if it's just from like some like podunk level bullshit stage kid or what, but I was going, there's something wrong here. I was still going, it's uplifting, though. Yeah, it see, is. And my favorite—I mean, I, the um, make them laugh—I really enjoy. But yeah, also yes. the 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 duet with um, the diction coach between with <laughs> yeah. Gene Kelly right. and uh, Donald Noodle Casserole. <laughs> but then their their song, that song that they oh the Moses, yeah, the, the Moses song. Right. Yes, yeah, that is. is one of the highlights of the film. Yes, yes, yeah. Yeah, Moses like supposes. Yeah, Moses supposes. Whatever. Yeah. Which was that, one of the films that was actually written and you can for tell, you can the tell. film. You yes. can tell. And that's why it, I mean, I wouldn't have, I didn't know any of this, mm -hmm. but as we're thinking through it, I was like, well, that's probably why it's my favorite part of the, the film is yeah. because it was actually written for that, what they were doing, you know. And the dancing, the tap dancing is oh. so tight. You know what? It I, is. You know, oh, Lord. Yeah, and that's the thing. That's why I wrestle with this film. I know. Because it's like, okay, yeah, there's flashes of brilliance in it. Yes. But when you look at it as a whole uh, yeah. as a whole I body of work, was, you're like, what? The romantic song, I don't even remember the name of, on the soundstage with the sky background behind me singing to her on the ladder, I fast forwarded because I was like, <laughs> enough. Yeah, the this worst. has not been earned, and I don't care. The, the whole Broadway yeah. Oh, I watched that end to end. That I did was too. painful. I did too, but that was the <laughs> lowest point, in my opinion, of this yeah, film. Agreed. I, the lowest Jeez. point for me was the fashion song. Which, oh, yeah, remember? that was terrible. It had, it's, the there was like, they're like, all right, we're transitioning to talkies. You're in charge of the music now. And then a random ass song sung by a random ass guy with 
Well, it, I would say random ass like girls, a, but it was the same girls that performed at the party earlier, and it was like literally a like, musical version of the Sears catalog. Yes, I have no idea. It was terrible. If you, you probably if, blinked it out was, of your yeah, memory. I was going to say watched I, it, I probably you would not remember. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember this now. Yeah, because they were. I almost they were they were doing this little cut through of all these different talkies yes. that were coming out. Yeah, in the then, fall you'll wear this with blah blah blah. And yeah, this. no that. I still think Broadway was the last one. I, I <laughs> it's close. I almost shut it off at that point. I'm like, I don't know if I can get through this. This yeah. is just this I, is I, bad. I never now what helped me was I actually watched this in two stints. Not because of not because of what you're <laughs> I saying. Did, I Derek, did too. I did too. Not because of what you're saying, but because that's just how it worked out for me to be able to get this in. Yeah. The talk too. tonight. Me I me just too. had to do that. Yeah. And that probably helped me out tremendously. I think so too. <laughs> I think taking a break helped. It did. So if if you you get past the fashion part of the song, or then you take a break. Yeah, you, you get to that point, you take a break. Yeah, and then fast forward you start the that second part. movie. Actually, that was the first part when I restarted it, and I was like, "Oh hell, what have I yeah, done?" No, yeah. But then I got through it, and it wasn't as bad. And so seriously, because you talked about how this is like two different movies, and, and it kind of it, it kind of is. Even there is some little tiny threads that kind of connect it but that that fashion song is the end really of the first of the act, first act. It, it's yeah. like it's like the the stillborn beginning of the second yeah, act. Really it is it is, it is yeah. so disconnected but there are flashes of brilliance throughout it because we satire, talked about yeah the, the satire i mean some of the satire is actually pretty it's good 1952 yeah right a satire um, of the film industry, even in the 20s, is very sure. avant-garde I mean, for the time. Sure. Uh, one of my favorite, uh, actually, the end of the Broadway medley, they come back, because it starts off with Gene Kelly describing it to the the what head of the studio. Dance. Yeah, gotta dance. Yeah, yeah. Just, he's describing it. It goes on for 20 goddamn yeah. minutes. Yeah. And it comes back <laughs> and he goes, what do you think? And the head of the studio goes, I don't know. I'll have to see it on film. And then yep. they never put it in. <laughs> no, yep. he goes, I'll have to see it on film to be sure, which is a joke because the audience just saw it on film on for film. 20 minutes. Yep. And the people were dying laughing when they wrote that. I was yeah. like, okay, that's funny. But that was 20 minutes damn long, guys. Yeah, <laughs> right. That was a lot for one joke. Yeah, that was a lot for just. So I mean, but but oh, so some of the performances, the singing, the the dancing, you know, even some even some of the comedy song. You have two lifelong dancers with Gene Kelly and dancing with 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 Debbie. Yeah, and she's holding her own. That is some of the best yeah. tri- like trio it's, dancing I've ever seen in my life. It's pretty amazing. Which, which As, and especially knowing good that morning. good morning. Yeah. Right. It's especially knowing that that's her first attempt at dancing. Yeah. And ble- like literally bursting the capillaries in her feet. Mm-hmm. That was after. Ouch. The most so, of that I mean, was, uh, if you take, first take, yeah, yeah. If you take <laughs> this movie in little sections and little pieces, There's you're like flashes of it everywhere. You're like, oh, wow. Cool. But cohesively as a, yeah, as an entire unit, Let's yeah. go, I ahead, have, go around the table. Let's let's go around the table. Are right. you ready? Yeah. Mike, I'll go with you first, even all though right. normally it's Howie that makes us do this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Mike, where do you do you feel like this is better than Star Wars? No, no. Oh, wait, 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 wait. We, we got to go through the criteria. Where where's your head at? I don't we even go, know. We got to go through the criteria, the, man. The, the, oh, right. Right. Gary. I thought this was your criteria. favorite series. It and is. You don't even know the because series. it's always fresh to me. <laughs> <laughs> so, this is this is a way we got to keep it, you know, 
consistent. You got to keep it. This is shows our this, this make is, sure we're yeah. we're giving it a, a fair shot. The we're science. It's right. the science. Yeah, this is science. This yeah. is how I'm we sorry, do it. I'm sorry, Gary. Please, please. So there's seven requirements or uh, criteria <laughs> that rate a movie for uh, to be on the AFI. So number one, feature length. Is it narrative format and at least 60 minutes long? Yes. Mike, this should be the top scorer eh. for you because it is less than two hours. Hour and this 45. Is, this is the one, no, first just, one I'm going to dispute because it, it felt like it was, it was three. Format. I felt like it was three hours long, but it was an hour 45. Yes. I agree with both of you. It is not a narrative format and it feels longer than it is. It has to be at least 60 minutes. So if it's longer, that's fine. Yes, it is. Okay. Yep. American film. It means American both film, yes. Categories. Categories. It is American. It yes. meets that. It's right. as American as a Floby. Yep. <laughs> All right. Yeah. And uh, number three, critical recognition. Yes, it did. It, it has received. obviously. Has. I, I was you actually surprised to find out that O'Donnell got O'Connor got the uh, best actor for Connor this. O'Donnell. Yeah. Best leading actor. <laughs> he did. He got the I best. He got nominated. Wait, that's weird. Was he not? I thought he won it. Either Golden way, Globe. Oh, okay. Yeah, there either was a way, Globe Globe either yes. way. Come on, not Gene Kelly. Now, not my Gene question Kelly, is: Did right. they not petition for him because he was the director, yeah. or did they? No. Did everybody in Hollywood know that he was an a hole? Yeah, they, snub, they snubbed yeah. him. Yeah, it felt, it is, felt like that. Although I, a, I agree with that assessment. This is just formal com commendation in print. This isn't awards quite yet. So, like, I, I don't know about what the. I, I guess it was. At the, back at, the, at the time, they said it was yes. a modest hit. Well, at the critical reception, I read uh, three different critics' reviews of this, and the reviews were at the time that this is a very... It's funny, the words that they use, and I, and I wish I could repeat them uh, verbatim, and I cannot, but it was very much like, eh, eh. Yes. They, they put this together to make you feel cheesy pie good, and it does, so it's good. And I was like, you know, I'm not going to dispute that terribly. It, it, it's super cheesy pie. It's super transparent, but it's uplifting. Why not? Yeah. 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 Why not? All right. Number four, major award winner. Several. So, yeah. Several. No Academy Awards. No. That's so not few, the only awards, Garrick. <laughs> a few Golden Globes. They got several other leg lamps. But, a major uh, award. We could pretty much I think I could pretty much safely say that Star Wars blew it out of the water. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah. So all right, number five, popularity over time, including box office figures, adjusted for inflation, of course, television broadcasts and syndication, and home video sales. I gotta be honest I, with I'm you. I'm a movie musical nerd. I came up in show choir where solo competitions had people singing songs from this movie. I did not know until I watched this movie that Make Him Laugh was from this movie. <laughs> I did not know that uh, Good Morning was from this movie. Yeah. They weren't. I didn't. <laughs> granted. <laughs> but they were. I didn't Especially know that in anything <laughs> in this movie other than Singing in the Rain was from this movie. Right. And Which I am also from, from that. It wasn't from ilk. this movie either. Garrick. All right. Yeah. Yes, the point is proven, but I had no idea. And I oh, feel like it's old of the four of us. I should have been the one that known that knew and I didn't. So yeah. this is what I think. There's, there's no way I, I don't. I've never seen this in syndication. And no, never. 
Ever. I mean, there's been people who have like um, it's, I've it's seen had it, attributes. Well, I was gonna say I've seen it on lists. I mean, I've seen the clips of the singing in the rain. Yeah, you know, you've seen it show seen... up in Wally and stuff yeah, like that. Absolutely. Well, well, actually, well, Hello Dolly was in Wally. I don't remember is, if this was. It's actually referenced a lot, a lot, a yeah. lot. Oh yeah. Actually, I gotta be. I gotta be honest with you. I I went on to IMDb and I put in singing in the rain. Oh, instead of the instead apostrophe, of singing, dummy. And yeah. there were a right. million titles. Yeah. So, yes, it's had its influence. Yeah. But go ahead. <sighs> Garrett. So, I, I don't know what you guys think. Star Wars popularity over time. I'd say Star Wars. Would Star play. Wars. Yeah, uh, by Star far. Wars, by far. Clear. No, Not even close. absolutely <laughs> no, contest, no yeah. people even Number six, historical significance. A film's mark on the history of moving image through technical innovation, visionary Narrative devices, okay, so or other groundbreaking achievements. Okay, so there's some there's the, some de- not debate, but some things to be accounted for. Here. Okay, to me, clearly Star Wars ha- is a is wins this category clearly. However, but yeah, I mean the song "Singing in the Rain." People Epic. who have, I mean, I knew it, and I've never seen the movie, dude. Right? I've seen yeah. Good Morning, and I've seen, yeah, it's great to sample it, like on South Park or what. Like I've right. seen all this stuff everywhere, right? Right, mostly so commercials. It's <laughs> yeah, it's it is ingrained in the culture, yeah, for sure, but not on a level that Star Wars is. Star Wars is more of a cohesive. You know, also, you can you can do satire or, or the, homages the, to Singing in the Rain all you want. You don't homage to Star Wars. Yeah, you're everybody. getting sued. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, that's sure. True. Yep. So yes. there's that. You're correct. The mouse is coming knocking yeah, on the door. <laughs> <laughs> you owe me money, huh? Pay up, bitch. Give me a kidney, bitch. <laughs> I, uh, I, 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 yeah. There's there's a lot to be unpacked here, and and even when the cultural impact goes even deeper because it goes into further. I don't. When do we get into talk about like the technical impacts? Have that, we done that? That's, that's kind of what the historical significance they kind of roll it into that i mean the fact okay. that there's the fact that there's like the blue screen or green yes. screen or whatever the hell, like i i was genuinely they had to be early on that stuff. i was beside myself and i was wondering if those were actually like someone had to take an exacto knife and hand cut every frame to make Could that be. happen because i did not expect that in any way yeah Right. Yeah, I don't know how they did that. Yeah, I mean it was messy as hell, but yeah. it, it was 1952. But yeah, God. I mean, as I was watching, I was like, "Oh, I'm kind of impressed." Yeah, really, they mm-hmm. okay, they're doing something I've would not have expected in 1952. Right. So, yep. Right, and the color, I color, mean, color was pretty great. Now, granted, I mean, what was Wizard of Oz? 37, 38, 39, and thir- thank you. Oh, what the hell? I just know I took this. film studies classes and you're like 39. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> um, so Wizard of Oz 39 and the color in the Wizard of Oz is astounding. Right. Especially they set you up with the black and white and then right. the color switch. Yes. Right. And so we're we are a de- almost a, a decade, decade and a half yes. later. Right. But if you look at other films at the time, a lot of the color seems either over rich or undersaturated. And this film just felt it like kind an of, eye blast. You're right. I mean, not oversaturated, but like, wow, was, what a show. Yep, yeah, I agree. I and agree. So, that, that was definitely a highlight of the film was the yeah, color. And they knew that. Yeah. Because honest, and a lot of people don't know this, after color movies started coming out, it didn't mean that every movie was suddenly color. Like, you know, the it's funny thing. The film describes the talkies. Oh, we all, we all have to do talkies now. 
it wasn't the same with film. Uh, film was black and white for a lot of films well into the 60s because it was a budget thing. Color film yeah. cost a lot sure. more. Right. That's how they and, shot all those old westerns. Right. And a lot of the time a dozen. In a lot of cases, the theater didn't have to make any changes to show a black and white film versus a color film. Sure. They just had to drag it in front of the light. Right. right? So it's one of those things where there was. At, in 1952, I feel like they were still doing a lot of leaps and bounds of developments mm -hmm. at that for that. Right. So, yeah. Because the, I feel like in the 40s, there were some, mm -hmm. not a lot. Right. That you would remember. So Star Wars yeah. still wins. Though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Fair enough. <laughs> it's not even close, no, in my opinion. Number seven, the last one, of course, cultural impact of films mark on American society. Again, this is kind of mixed. Of style and substance. I mean... To me, it's still pretty clear that Star Wars takes the cake here. Yeah. But that said, I mean, sing, again, singing in the rain, everybody when you knows were a that kid song. Waiting for the bus, and it was raining. Yeah, sure. Singing in the rain. Yeah. Everybody. It was I know that. Words. Know there were two song. songs. There were two songs. It was that one or Rain, Rain, Go Away, Come, <laughs> come Again, back another day. Which is not right. from this music. No, that <laughs> is one of the only songs MGM owned that is not from this music. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. At the so, time. Yeah, at the time. <laughs> so I, but yeah, I mean, huge impact if Star Wars wasn't on the list. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. I yeah. agree. I agree. Yeah. So those I mean, are the seven. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead, please. I was just going to say, I was going to wrap it up. And, uh, <laughs> nah. Yeah, yeah, we got a, we got a, you didn't want to I do was a quick, say, quick so round table. Number 10, it came in at number 10. So I guess what we, we the have question to would be to you guys is, was this better than Star Wars? Should it be at number 10? And no. if so, no. or not, what and number no. should it be on the list? A thousand. <laughs> well, how well, his vote is in. How, no, I, I really enjoy this movie, but I do not believe it should be on the top 100. And I feel like I'm adjacent enough I'm, to that that I'm going to tag on. I'm right, right after on Howie. There. You hang, hang in. Hang Go ahead. In. I'm going to tag on to Howie. I, uh, baby, I, uh, I really enjoyed this film, but the artificiality of Gene Kelly's performance, exquisite of a performer as he may be. Combined with the incohesiveness of the plot that they tried mm -hmm. to tag together to justify these songs, which are few and far apart. There's not that many songs in this for a musical. True. Mm -hmm. if, especially yeah. if you take out the two originals. Right. And it's kind of like, what the hell was the purpose of this? It was enjoyable. I may watch it again someday because yeah. honest to God, what do you get? Other than the Coen Brothers film, what do you get that has dancing anywhere in the? In, I, I love yeah. dancing. I right. love it. Sure, La La I do. Land, I guess. Yeah, La La. Actually, La La Land was very much inspired by this movie, mm -hmm. and I could tear La La Land a new asshole any day well, of the maybe, week as much. Maybe as I, I should have given you like a, a lower threshold idea. Like number one hundred is Yankee Doodle Dandy. Oh. <laughs> so I guess if it's worse than Yankee Doodle Dandy, it's off the list. Yeah, I, that would be an Alan Alda quote rant from MASH, I think, <laughs> at that point. No, I. there is no measure where this is better than Star Wars, no. other than the fact that it makes me smile before it ends. Sure. Like Star Wars, you have to go through the whole story, which, you know, I don't know. I feel like that's a part of movies. You should enjoy the whole story to reserve judgment. I feel like for seeing you know the right, I have to go. There are parts that I really enjoyed, but overall, you know what? Yes and no, though, on Star Wars, the original movie, 
if that was the only thing that we ever got, it's it's, it's a wholly contained story. Exactly. Yeah. Front <laughs> to really back, is. it really is. So so Star Wars takes the taco. Yeah, oh, by nice. far. But how? What, so where would you put it on the list? If it's on the list. I don't know the whole list. I would, but of the ones we've reviewed thus far, which is 14, 13, 12, 11, and 10, I would put it at 16. I would, no, I would <laughs> right I'd after be, I'd be put it at, uh, since you said Yankee Doodle Dandy. <laughs> okay, and, 17. And put, <laughs> and put this in a little more context. Well, Toy Story is 99, so is it be- better than to- worse than Toy Story, oh, but better than Yankee Doodle Dandy? It's worse than Toy Story. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right. So uh, it's at 100 for I me. feel like, <laughs> I, on, honestly, God, for me, I feel like Toy Story which is very dated, although revolutionary, I could actually have a great, a much greater debate about Toy Story in this movie than I can about Star Wars in this movie. So I feel like most likely this comes somewhere near the bottom of the top 100 at mm-hmm. best. All right. Well, that, so that that actually, for, yeah. the top 100, this has nothing to do with whether you like the movie or not. Okay. So, right. Honest. Right. No. I. No, right. Yeah, it's, well, Wonder movies pretty hey, great. Look, I already said I like Wonder Woman 1984, and it's right. a terrible you movie. Have to and to and I can movie. acknowledge that it's yeah. a terrible movie. Under this, uh, but the seven criteria is not not one of them yeah, says right. is this a good movie. All right. So, <laughs> so damn for, how we found the found the loophole. But the way we rated the criteria, Star Wars won every single category. Every category well, right. But right. talk about rating but, within the hundred. But I'm with Howie on this. I don't think this deserves to be in the top one hundred. I I, I I enjoy I it for what it yeah. is. I see the art in it. I you know I I like I see the flashes of brilliance. You could, but convince, it's not yeah. cohesive enough right. for me. To be a top one hundred, you could it's you could just make, not. you could maybe make the argument top twenty five musicals. You could make the argument sure. top fifteen, maybe. maybe even top ten musicals. But if you're gonna say top one hundred films, films, no, no, I no. Garrick, what do you think? Um, so the only part I really liked in this movie was the very end <laughs> that, <laughs> when it was done. The rest, credits. <laughs> no, the, no, when they when she's singing in front of the live re- crowd, yeah, they reveal, and they, they yeah. do oh, that little the reveal. Where the, the, where, where the plot the actually it moves the film. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Everything else I was just kind of either like meh or oh my god this is terrible boring. Yeah, right. Um, FYI yeah, you did this to yourself. For me so. it's it's far worse than Star Wars. It's not even on the list. Nope. I, I haven't yep. seen Yankee Doodle Dandy but I'm assuming it's going to be better. <laughs> it's probably yep. better. I know Alan Alda's uh, Hawkeye was really pissed about having to watch Yanko, Yankee Doodle Dandy again. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> yeah. So, so where did it end up, end up? So where it ended up? So they redid the ranking in 2007. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> Singing in the Rain was number 10 in 1998. Oh it's rank moved <laughs> sure up yep. to number five. Five. What the Guys, no. five. No, I, five. I, was, I was pretty sure that this was going to happen. I would I, rather watch Bye Bye Birdie you know, again than this. I, I, I'd rather watch Dumb and Dumber than this. Wait, well, hey, you love Dumb and Dumber, so that yes, means I nothing. Do. <laughs> I feel like the industry has a hard on for this film. You know, and I don't understand oh, yeah. why. I don't, I don't get understand it. why Amen. either. But I feel like after watching this, I, I had I wouldn't say I had high expectations, but I had Higher, higher at least. Than what it top came ten, yeah. now yeah. top and I'm, five, and I'm sitting here like I was disappointed because I I felt like the industry had held this in high regard. We yeah. have and had like, what we have had debate 
of some degree of almost every film we've reviewed thus far. Yeah, right. And this time, no. Pretty universal. We're all pretty much going, <laughs> no. Yeah, not so much. No, I'm not. Yeah. We're, so and like we're not only, saying it's a bad movie. Yeah. Garrick might be. We're I, not saying it's a bad movie, I but we're just saying no. Terrible. Yeah. I think, I mean, it's okay. worth a watch for posterity's sake. Sure. Maybe. Just lots of watch stuff it just are. to watch it, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought Sunset Boulevard well, was a far superior oh, movie. Way oh, way better. Yeah, with, way better. With basically better. like uh, the same theme. Yes. Like, right. But and black and white. <laughs> I feel like in a more serious take. I feel like seeing in the rain is worth watching for Donald O'Connor. Yes. And when Donald O'Connor and Gene Kelly dance together, yes. they are magnificently in sync. Yeah. And there's very few things you can see like that out there. Even Fred and Ginger are they. The thing about Fred and Ginger is they dance beautifully, but they both were able to express their different styles simultaneously. Somehow, and I'm going to attribute all of this to O'Donnell. Donald. Yeah. Donald. <laughs> Connor O'Donnell. Connor, Connor yeah. O'Donnell o McDonald McDee was somehow Wallace. able to sync up with Gene Kelly, who feels like he's in his own, this is the perfect way world, and nothing other, nothing else is an excuse. Right. He was able to, and I would say... He's professional G enough. Gene Kelly was machine perfect, mm -hmm. and O'Donnell was... Human perfect. O'Connor, <laughs> Donald O'Connor was human perfect, where yes, he made it look like a real person, not a manufactured yeah. thing. Yeah. And and frankly, he I YouTube the, the hell out of him because he is he was, amazing. He's definitely he the highlight. The, yeah, the highlight, oh, yeah. in my opinion, the his, highlight of this. I mean, not only his, his dancing and singing, but just his performance, man. Yeah. I mean, his acting. I mean, yeah. I think he was kind of head and shoulders, honestly, in my opinion, above both of the other two lead actors. He actually, he, he he actually was, had charisma, yeah, as yes, opposed right. to Gene Kelly, who who does like, who it's fake, it's so fake. It is, it's terrible. It's, At it's least so in this, and I, I almost kind of want to see some of his other Another, stuff. Yeah, I agree. Just to see, is this something he did for this specific film, or, or was he always this transparent? Yeah. yeah. Um. Oh, oh, Donald, Donald, my boy. <laughs> <laughs> Cosmo. Cosmo was like his his blue eyes were as fake as Bing Crosby's and White Christmas <laughs> and stuff like that. But he is actually said as saying a lot of hoofers, you know, the old word for dancers, dance from the waist down. But he had to learn to dance from the waist up so he could be a full body dancer. And it shows all the way up to his eyebrows. Gene Kelly's got three or four facial expressions. <laughs> Tops. Tops. When he's dancing. For sure. But Cosmo, he, it, especially in Make yeah. Him Laugh. I mean, obviously, in Make it, Him Laugh. Right. He's got a billion. And you know what? If you've, I'm just going to say this. If you've not seen Make Him Laugh and you don't want to watch the whole movie, just YouTube. YouTube that shit. YouTube because that. it's like, it's literally like, did they speed this up? Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. He's right. that damn pop and lock goddamn and he's, awesome. He's the. I mean, talk about running up the wall and doing the flip. Yeah. If you want to see the original, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was his shtick before yeah. anybody else did. So it. where did Star Wars end up in the? I can't remember. Number fifteen. Fifteen. Number no. fifteen. It moved up to number thirteen. Thirteen. So On the revised. It's still yeah. behind. Right. In the Yes. And I think universally we all agree that Singing in the Rain, though it has its merits other than Garrick, 
<laughs> we agree. It that had a merit. It had a merit. Okay, you're curious to merit, guys. I'll give it one merit. One single <laughs> merit. It has far Ooh, too many demerits. As a cohesive unit, it's awful. Yeah, so it is, it is awful. terrible. Yeah. Obviously, How? we know better than AFI. So <laughs> yeah. That's really what this you whole can take that to the about. Bank. So it's if you are the type of person who worships at the altar of Rosebud. And thinks that Citizen Kane, which we're Uh-oh. not even to yet, no. <laughs> yet. is the greatest thing, finale. the greatest piece of art that could ever be bestowed upon mankind. And I will be honest, I have never watched it once. If you're the Me type either. of person that goes, hell yeah, Citizen Kane can't be improved upon. Maybe you disagree with us. And we would love to hear about that yes. on our Discord channel. If you would go, I beg you, to betterkind.com and click on the link to Discord and join us on Discord channel. Tell us why you think that uh because we're not a-holes we'll listen to reason uh tell us why you think that singing in the rain is better than star wars i i, I honest <laughs> to god i want to see it i want to hear it and i want to absorb it because i'm wrestling with it and i can't yeah, get yeah i was gonna say I challenge everybody to go out and watch it if you haven't seen it it's not a bad movie <laughs> I know it's that, it's watch the it in two, it's that top 100 movie t- yeah. take your Take your break in the middle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> take take a little break. Amen. So, Amen. But and I want to get everybody's opinion on this because it, it's, it's one of those parts. It moved yeah. up to top five. Yeah. And so, yeah, I just want to know. Yeah. We love to hear about it. Join us, please. Go to betterkind.com. Check on the Discord. Join us on Fly Casual Discord and tell us uh, about how you feel about Singing in the Rain versus star wars i mean hey we know we know guys we were and gals we were a star wars podcast we've we've evolved somewhat from that platform but we (laughs) obviously are still big fans that doesn't mean that we are not open to new stuff the debate has been held we have debated and disagreed about movies being better than star wars mike and i especially have walked down a limb a couple times i think wonderful life yep so uh, we want to hear how you feel. In the meantime, there will be uh, a- another several episodes before we get back into Is It Better in Star Wars? And it, I, 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 I could we could do this every week and then find other Ben's on us, and I'd be happy as a clam. But you know we're gonna mix things up. So this is going to be the what? Go ahead. The next one's going to be depressing. Just to let you know. <laughs> what, what is? is what is? Tell the next me. One? Tell me. Tell me. <laughs> so number nine. On the AFI is a, a little movie called Schindler's List. Oh, oh. <laughs> so many pieces! Yeah, oh no! And I've not watched it before, and I, I, oh. I never oh, really you've wanted never seen it. I've hey, never Mike, seen it, and I'm not oh, sure. No. I, I'm not sure I want to. Mike, seen it. show me on two oh, hands no. how many black and white penises you've seen before. <laughs> My precious. On two, no, right now. Show, hold up two hands. Show me how many black and white penises you've seen. None. Get ready to fill those hands, mother bitch. <laughs> oh, damn it. How many blue ones have you seen? <laughs> oh, God. One. Yeah, we all got to watch the movie and the yeah. miniseries. So. Oh, oh, no. no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's going to be a rough show. Oh, blue Lord. Thanks, well, Zack Snyder. We're going to be talking about Schindler's List sometime in the coming couple of months. Oh, my gosh. We are so. We are so. (laughs) I can't believe you got away this long. I don't have to because I've already watched it. No, no, Howie. No, I'm not going to do it. Refresh that. No, it's like eight hours long. (laughs) That's the the only movie that was made when we were all alive. 
Besides Starwars. <laughs> oh my gosh. On the top, on the top one, 10. You don't have to rewatch all the deleted scenes and the extra footage of Steven Spielberg putting okay, rocks so on it's graves. it's seven and a half hours long. <laughs> <laughs> but it's only two video cassettes. But it's Qui-Gon. <laughs> It's Qui Gon, yeah, saving the hell out of some Jews. It's a beautiful movie. <laughs> it, is, it is. It's just horribly it's depressing just horribly in every depressing way. Depressing and very long <laughs> and very long and black oh, and white for no. the most part. Oh. I'm okay with black and white. Okay, all right. So, all right, stay tuned <laughs> for that. In the meantime, you can watch it on Peacock. That's right. <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> yes. In the meantime, we're going to bring you bringing you some fresh new content in the coming weeks. Guess what's Ladies coming up? Oh no, I don't know. You're surprising in, me. In a couple of weeks, it's going to be episode three zero episode three. So if you want to party with us, and Garrick, and Garrick will be here with Jack us. Black as how he prefers for yeah. each episode. I want to party with you. <laughs> I want to party with you. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us. Fly casual. Uh, run out wherever you get the podcast. Give us a nice little review if you're up for this type of bullshit. And we would love that so we can reach more listeners just like you. In the meantime, yeah, follow us on Twitter at FlyCasual1138. Follow us on, you know, go to the website, join us on Discord, because that's where the magic really happens. We love getting feedback from you. And uh, honestly, God, it drives us. It really does. That is the wind in our sails. The Discord is the, the wind, wind in beneath the our wings. I will, I will seriously, I'll start singing. I don't want to start singing, but I'll start singing. Join us on Discord. We'd really love to have you there. In the meantime, I'm Corey over there's Mike. Okay, is it just me or does Cosmo channel some Rick Astley like hardcore? You can definitely get a gift. Totally oh Rick Astley, I man. I had not let me go the other way around. <laughs> what did you say? Rick Astley. Cosmo. He looks like Cosmo, oh, Cosmo looks like Rick Astley. Yes. He's total. You put him in a brown Rick Astley. Yes, dude. I'm saying. Oh Never my gonna gosh. give you up. Yeah. I just got singing in the rain rolled. <laughs> oh, there's exactly. Howie. 195 minutes. <laughs> Over there's shut up. Over there's Garrick. <laughs> That's only like an hour and a half, right? Yes. We, no way. Hour 45, but One, yes. Three, the three. What? Jelly. Okay, how many minutes are an hour? 60. 80. 60. So how, how many? One, I got 160. I got 130. One, I got 131. 27. It's $1.45 on my. On my. Uh, 195 minutes. Schindler's List. I'm oh, sorry. You Schindler's have, List? 195. But that's, 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 damn. that's counting the credits. Dude, 100, oh, 185 minutes. Wait. Oh, and I all the wieners. <laughs> <laughs>